far away With a Jedi and a Sith and a smuggler's pay Me R2 and Yoda, 3PO and Leia Look Vader and Leader, Kylo Fit Parade Don't tell me the eyes when I place on my bed Who got the Chewbacca, there's no need to fret Thrusters are primed in the coordinate set Then it's off with the heads like the name Jango Fett I've seen these movies like 500 times Han Solo shot first, ain't no change in my mind More with the Force and the Force is with me So of course you will see even if I go blind Come on this journey of trials and lessons Get lost in this wonder in a matter of seconds Let's jump to light speed and tear through the heavens Enjoy every minute cause they're only legends What is up, Star Wars fans? Welcome back to another episode of They're Only Legends with Tyler and Spencer. I am Tyler, that is Spencer. It is episode 35. Woo, baby. All right. <laughs> we did, We did. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, right, it is Wednesday at the point of you listening to this. If you're listening to it the day it dropped, then you may be wondering, hey, the last couple weeks, y'all have been releasing a Bad Batch review a few days before these, this episode. Well, don't you worry, my little friend. That Bad Batch review will be at the end of this episode. Mm -hmm. Yep, that is right. Instead of doing two separate episodes, we said, you know what? Let's get it all out of the way on one day. Spoiler free. We're going to have proper one, one and a half, two hour long conversation, depending for this. And then at the end, when we're done, stick around and there will be the Bad Batch review. Probably about 30 minutes long. Um, Yeah. So so there won't be any Bad Batch uh, spoilers in this episode, but at the very end, you will have your chance to listen to us review it. That being said, that all out of the way. Spencer, I'm going to ask you again the second time today. What is up, man? How are you doing? What's up, dude? I'm good, bro. What's up, man? I'm good, man. Only been talking Summer's for Summer's creeping hours. up, bro. Like, yeah, it I is. feel like summer vibes, and I like, I fucked oh, with yeah. it. I, I'm so happy. Yeah. Sun's out. Bun's out. I'm out Fuck here just yeah. chilling. <laughs> dude fucking same dude i've been walking around in t-shirts it's been so fucking hot That's i it. never wear t-shirts um I, I i've been wearing hoodies in the summer for five years now but uh it is what it is but uh you know what what star wars did you enjoy other than the bad batch this last week if any at all i haven't watched much star okay. wars this week i uh mm-hmm. i think i fell asleep to a new hope one night but I, i'm still doing my marvel stuff Right. So gotcha, yeah. I, I'm not fully caught up with WandaVision, but I have been watching Loki. We're not going to dive into Loki because we're still in like spoiler territory. So I'm going to let some of that play out before we uh, before we talk about it. But I have watched the first couple episodes of Loki. Um, I think on the day that this drops, the third episode is going to come out. I'm really digging that show. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm like halfway through WandaVision. So maybe next nice. week we can actually have our WandaVision talk. But we do have a lot of fun shit we're talking about this week. So... Um, I'm not super yeah. worried about that. Loki's uh, been really fun. It's been fun as shit. Um, let's uh, oh I, yeah, so I watched I some, a little bit of rip. <laughs> yeah, I went. I went to uh, went to. I didn't go anywhere. I watched Rebels. I'm, I've broken into season four, so I'm I'm on the home stretch. Yes, Last sir. lap of the race. We're getting there. Um, I I definitely I was. What episode was it? And this is the first episode of season four. Um, part one, I believe, of uh, when they're like on Mandalore, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and they're fighting other Mandalorians. Um, I get a really, like, more so now than I have at all the rest of the prior season. I really get like a father-son vibe with Ezra and Kanan more than a master and apprentice. Yeah. Um, also, 
they're doing some gnarly Jedi shit in this movie as the cat makes an appearance behind me. What's up, baby? <laughs> just, just Boba right there. Boba. Um, like, Kanan not needing a... Fu- oh, yeah. Well, Kanan launches himself, force jumps into the air, lands on the back of a stormtrooper... Or not stormtrooper, but a fucking jetpack Mandalorian... Destroys his jetpack, launches off of that one to another one's back while <laughs> high in the sky. Destroys his, and on his way down, kills the other one. Blind. And just lands. Blind. <laughs> using the force. <laughs> it's just like, yo, this is crazy, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, like, Ezra uses the jetpack to fly up onto some platform. Kanan just jumps. Yep. Um, and then later in the episode, Ezra does some fucking Jedi shit where these... Like these transports that we actually do see in Mando, um, the same one that they use to escape the lava f- um, dam. Yeah. Uh, there's three of those because they're trying to save uh, Sabine's dad. Um, everybody gets off of the 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 speeders or whatever they're called, and Ezra's still on it as they go off a cliff, and he uses the force basically he runs up the side of one he does the legolas shit where legolas in the hobbit runs up the stairs as they're falling yeah he he runs and jumps off of one speeder to the other one to the last one and launches off of the last one to uh to jump on the side of the cliff yep. and it was like cool to see him like super jedi shit. he doesn't quite make it but sabine there is there to grab him and you know they touch hands and make babies and you know mind you they're blind no, no, no. That was oh, Ezra. Oh, Ezra, Ezra, Ezra. My yeah, bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Kanan doing that. Yeah. <laughs> killing those mandos, flying through the air blind. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, before we get into more Star Wars, let's have some Marvel talk, dude. Because you've been, yeah. you've been uh, watching it. And uh, Minerva just keeps dropping these, these gems of questions for us to talk about. Um, so, you know, I had, a, I had an MCU slash Star Wars thing that I wrote in there that uh, I wanted to kind of touch on. Um, it's like just a realization. What's that? Mind you. So not to spoil anything about Loki, right? But one thing Loki has done is continued on with the, what the Avengers Endgame did Mm -hmm. was open the door for the understanding that there's a lot of timelines out there. Yep. Right. One thing I've realized because I was listening to Nerd Theory, and that I had a thought. It's really annoying because I'll listen to their fucking podcast. I'll have my own thoughts about shit and like think of a theory of some shit, and then Nerd Theory comes on and then they address, like the for example. Thought. So ex- yeah, for example, our podcast that we recorded on Sunday morning, I listened to their podcast on like Tuesday. And they, they, this is like the second time they've brought up shit that we talked about in our episode that we recorded before they did, but we release after they do. Yeah. So it's really annoying. But anyway, um, my, my point being Star Wars is in, is, is in a galaxy far, far away. Sure. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. A galaxy far, far away, implying it's in the same universe that we are in, which would then imply the Marvel Cinematic Universe is in the same universe that Star Wars exists Shut in. Up. <laughs> and so so that means in theory you can in the Avengers Marvel Cinematic Universe travel to the Star Wars galaxy. Sure. 
while it's all going on. Yeah. So that means we could see Thanos versus Vader. We could see a lot of these crazy things and we like that that's a that is a branch of the timeline. Star that Wars needs to comics be are Marvel comics. Like Yeah. And so I think the question was like who would win Vader versus Thanos and it's like Thanos obviously. Yeah. Because I but if I don't know. But no, definitely Thanos because um well, would no. that mean that there's the Force in the MCU as well? Oh, no, no, no. So like that that's the thing that I was thinking was that I think the Force isn't Oh man, here we go. So okay, so the force <laughs> isn't something that flows throughout the universe. I think the force is a mutation that is inside that galaxy only because people who are force sensitive haven't made it out to spread it. Like so my my thing is midichlorians. Yeah. So midichlorians have the ability or midichlorians give you the ability piss all to them manipulate off right now. Tyler piss them all off let's do it I'm pissing them off bro <laughs> dude fucking fucking ray is Jesus, Jesus let's go Christ. let's fucking go <laughs> no so okay so midichlorians um I'll give people the ability okay so if if superheroes exist right if superheroes exist that means superpowers exist so that means midichlorians could be avert. So midichlorians exist in the same universe as Thor mm-hmm. and Loki and Odin and all like who have, who are gods who have power. So that means we have to suspend our disbelief to the, to, to the point where midichlorians give you the ability to manipulate shit around you. Sure. Not just manipulate midichlorians, but mid, you know, but manipulate like telekinetically and telepathically. Um, that mutation hasn't made its way out of the Star Wars universe yet. Not universe, but galaxy yet, yeah. right? So in theory, the same way that people back in the day used to look at things that would happen cosmically and think it was the gods, mm-hmm. is the same way that people in the Star Wars galaxy think the Force is. It is literally a scientifically scientifically i'm using air quotes uh provable thing that they're looking at as a mystical thing right whoa right what the hell just happened damn your cat yeah okay because i I had i only was only like what i can't even speak i guess i was only able to see like half of your screen so i just saw you (laughs) react to whatever the fuck just happened (laughs) um anyway yeah so in theory you could be able to have like if you open up these doors to these timelines you could see, uh, you know, crossover, and that you know, Scarlet Odin, which a Jedi. Uh oh shit! No, because we don't. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. She is hundred percent. She is. Um, her force lightning is just red. Yeah, <laughs> it's not lightning, but uh, I don't think she's a Jedi. But you could, you could, if you give me more time. I could figure out or other people, you know, could definitely our listeners could come up with a fanfic theory of how her force manipulation or force mutation turned into the way it is. Um, 
But she could be a Jedi. I mean, fucking, what's his nuts? Uh, Professor X yeah. could be a Jedi. Doctor you know, Strange, Jean maybe. Grey. I mean, shit. But then you're getting crazy because when they do shit with their hands, right. it's stuff you've never seen in the Star Wars galaxy before. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. I, I mean, <laughs> that is that I wanted to bring up that fun concept. Uh, because, hypothetically speaking, they are in the same universe. I feel like this needs more attention. They are. It does need. Well, we'll give it more attention later. Yeah. But I want to know. Like you know, let's talk more MCU about your journey because Minerva did bring up a good point. All right, so I'm gonna read stuff. Minerva's point just because it's something that I haven't given thought to before, being so fresh that like, it's this is probably something I'd come up with on like my second or third rewatch of this. But uh, I've watched it like seven times and I never thought of this once. So I, I'm just gonna read her question exactly how she sent it to me. So she said, Marvel related question. As I was listening back to episode 34, I was wondering what your guys' opinion is on Cap staying with Peggy. I once read a long post on Tumblr that said how disappointed they were. He did that because it's so out of character and because Peggy had her own life, her own husband and kids, and so her kids wouldn't exist because Cap stayed with her. And also ignoring his relationship with Bucky. I can't find the original post, but there's a few articles written about this. I'm not mad at the ending, but I do remember feeling a bit disappointed. Granted, I'm not 100% sure how uh, I understand how time travel truly works in the movies. So essentially it's how do we feel about Captain America when he goes back in time, staying with Peggy and essentially altering her life from what it became in order to be able to be with the person that he loves. Um, Yeah. As somebody uh, who's seen it seven times, what are your like initial thoughts on this? Because I didn't even really think about this, but now like I'm kind of interested in it. Yeah. Um, firstly, Minerva and anybody else listening, if you have more Marvel questions or theories, fuck it, Star Wars related as well, send them in because I love this shit. Yes, I love this so much. Um, okay, so, all right. <clears throat> all right, so. As somebody who's seen this movie a lot, <laughs> I think um, no. So there are there are a couple ways that this could be viewed, right? Um, firstly, firstly, Cap could definitely think of it if if you want to get like. Here's how I would view it, right? All right, Peggy, up until the point of. The, the up until the point of the movie, right? Mm. That we're at, he, we know he got to see Peggy when she was really old. He watched her. I don't. Did he watch her die? I think he, he might have. He watched her die, but I don't think we saw it on camera. Right. Um. Completely broke his heart, but Cap does what Cap does, and he sucked it up and he moved on. Yep. You know, uh, in the beginning of Endgame, during his little meeting with the people, he talks about you know growing and moving on Mm -hmm. from the things that have happened. Uh, Then he gets to see Peggy young and full of life when he goes back to 1972 or whatever year it was. Um, And I think he realized that he had an opportunity to do some things he didn't get a chance to do. Now with the full knowledge, when he goes back in time, when he goes back in time to put the stones back and stays with Peggy, I think he doesn't, 
I think he doesn't mind that he would potentially be altering the timeline by her not meeting her husband and her kids never existing, um, which would then in turn mean her grandchildren not existing uh, because he knows that she already got to do that in a timeline. So going back isn't changing the timeline because as uh, Hulk said, you're not changing the past because it's already happened. That past is your new future and you can't change your future by changing your past. So going back to that point, he's not actually altering their timeline. Those kids still exist. Those, her husband still exists. It branches the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think he feels bad because there's nothing to feel bad about now. Cause what I think, what I think happened now, keep in mind, uh, I saw this, just to the listeners and like I saw this question literally this morning at seven something when I woke up and pulled up the pulled up the show notes I took a couple minutes to read it and get get a theory about it get my mind get my idea and this is that I haven't had a like days to think about it but uh and so there could be holes to be poked in this and and if if you hear them right away fucking throw them at me but he had the jumper right yeah he goes back in time. He puts the stones back. I'm not sure how the timeline branches things work, right? So um, the, I want to say Grandmaster or the Grand Sorcerer, whatever her name is, um, uh, when Hulk is, when, when Banner's talking to her in Endgame about coming to get the stone, mm-hmm. she she gives him the, the timeline visual, shows all of the stones rotating around, and shows that when you take one time one stone out of the timeline, it branches the timeline. And then he says, we'll fix the branch by putting the stone exactly back where it belongs, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if... I don't know what that means. Does it mean that when a stone gets taken out, it branches the timeline? Or does it mean when th- something changes in that timeline, it branches it? Because those are two different things. In theory, you could say that you can do whatever you want as long as you don't take a stone out, right? Sure. Or anything you do differently changes it. And for those who have watched Loki, you kind of like might understand if you're caught up on Loki without spoiling anything, you might understand why I would be confused about that based off of what they've been showing. Um, But because in Endgame, Thor takes his hammer with him. So hypothetically speaking, there's a timeline now where Thor doesn't have his hammer because it's now in a different timeline. Um. And this is why time travel gets weird. This is why people don't like to touch it. This is so um, over my head right now. I'm trying to like but, grasp around this because honestly, I don't know how to answer this because I don't fully have an understanding of how time travel works. Well, nobody does. They explained it all. Bruce That's why Banner this is had fun. His thing. It was like, oh, no, if you go and do this. And now with the, the Loki perspective, again, without spoiling anything, like this is something that they're kind of explaining how the time travel works. Yeah. With so, the TVA. So I think I think. I think it's okay. So to keep it to keep it in the end game timeline, for lack of a better term, so that we don't start spoiling shit for, from Loki. Um, to that point, right? It's like they aren't. I'm trying to think of this the right way. Okay, so basically, I think what happened was this, right? Cap goes back. Um. For, well, and uh, to address the whole Bucky thing, the relationship with Bucky, we don't we don't know uh, that Bucky and his like he ignored his relationship with Bucky, right? He went back in time 
and then we don't. That's that's fucking forty years. Well, isn't isn't For, Bucky already frozen at this point? I think I think so. That's the thing. So we see Cap go back to whatever point in time. We don't know what time, mm-hmm. but I think it's safe to say it's around the fifties or sixties, based off the cars that were on the road outside their house when they were dancing, mm-hmm. right? Um. So, if it's the fifties, there are seventy years between. 1950 and when Endgame takes place. 75, actually, I think. Close around Endgame's that. 2023, so, right? Yeah, yeah, 22, 23, one of those two. Yeah, 2023, I think. So, yeah, so you got about 73 years there, if it's 1950. Yeah. That's 73 years, him still juiced up. Like, that's, you know, he went back, he was still juiced up. He could still, I know, he probably isn't going to be Captain America because... Technically, Captain America's still in the ice in his timeline when he goes back to him. So there's two caps, right? Which is when it gets crazy. Um, so he gets to spend all this time with Peggy. Who's to say he doesn't go rescue Bucky? He knows where Bucky's at. He knows Bucky's fucking stuck under some trance for some, you know, Hydra, you know, bullshit. Well, that's the also, other thing, he, too, is if he goes back in time... How how would he be able to, and I think this is touching on like it's out of character for Cap. How would Cap be able to live peacefully with Peggy knowing that there is evil forces about? Because he knows that eventually in 2010 the they're going to thaw him out and everything's going to be fine. Like he knows how, so that's the thing. As long, but that, so then you get into splitting hairs here is like you can assume he knows everything's going to be fine, right? But Peggy's granddaughter plays a part in Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. I believe, or Civil War, one of the two. Now, Peggy doesn't have that granddaughter if she's not with the husband she's with, right? So if Cap is now Peggy's husband, that specific – I can't remember her name and I hate it. Um, but her granddaughter, who is also in Falcon Winter Soldier, which I don't know if you got through that yet. I haven't. Um, yeah, so she's in that one. Um she doesn't exist anymore. So we don't even know if fucking the timeline plays out the way it still would. Um, because but, I, I so, guess my question too is like, so if he goes back and like, so let's say everything up to what, 2022 has played out exactly like how it does in the MCU. And then Cap goes back, right? He jumps back 70 fucking years and he's with Peggy. He is he pulling Peggy into a branched timeline? So I think what happens here is so basically what they're okay. Cuz how does he end up the, back in their timeline as an old man? Is he just and here, he I'll just explain switches it. back I'll explain over? It. I'll explain it. Yeah. So because I did this one time, I bought a whiteboard. I bought a whiteboard to break this shit down to myself. Okay? <laughs> um and if I, I I would love to just take it down off the wall and just show you real quick. But so you have to imagine that when they're going air quotes back in time, they are going back in time, but they're not really going back in time. They're jumping over to an alternate timeline at a point in time they need to be at. So they are going back in time, but they're not moving. They're not moving along their own timeline. They're shifting over to a separate timeline, parallel universe, infinite universes kind of deal. Yeah. Right. Um, the reason why they have to put all the stones back is because if you fuck up one of those timelines that branches it, right, and you open the door for all these dark evil things to happen, uh, 
then in theory that could that could leak over to other timelines right so my theory is cap hops over to the timelines where he dropped off all of the fucking stones at mm-hmm. he has all the pim pim particles that he needs and instead of jumping back to their timeline where they are at currently he lives out the rest of his age with Peggy until Peggy dies and they maybe have their own kids and he doesn't mind ignoring all of the bad shit in the world because he knows there's a Captain America out there who will figure it out. And then when he gets to the point where Peggy's dead and all of his kids are off doing their thing and he's ready to move on, I think he jumps back to the timeline he's supposed to be in around the time when all of this endgame shit's going on where peggy had lived with her other husband and had their and in all of that and he walks up to that bench right around that time and you know is waiting for sam like like i bet you that that cap watched his young self hop back in time you know and then sat down on that fucking uh which I don't even know if that works, but maybe it does, you know. And then like, or maybe he just, or maybe he just hit that wristwatch and hopped in and bounced to that fucking that bench with with the, the shield, ready to hand it off to Sam, yeah. you know. Like sat um, down on the bench in his timeline, hit the watch, and then boom, he's on that bench in this other timeline. Sure. Well, you can, and what they showed in that movie is that you can you can end up wherever you want to end up. You you set the coordinates and. I'm assuming you just think of the place really hard and you end up there or something, you know, <laughs> but, uh, or yeah, where he sat down on that bench and then popped over to that version of it. And I, so that way it doesn't alter his timeline. It doesn't change anything from his timeline that he was born in and existed in. Yeah. But he also got to experience what that was like. And also, you know, we don't know that he didn't, reset that timeline before he came back you know he could have done that somehow yeah um but one of the things that has always bugged me about their description of uh when the 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 sorceress the grand wizard or whatever her name is that's that's a kkk thing i probably probably shouldn't put that on the (laughs) mcu um whatever her name is um she tells you're talking about the white person with the bald head that Fuck. believes in sorcery, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> believes in magic and supremacy of time. Uh, anyway, so she tells Banner, <laughs> she tells Banner, when you remove a stone from a timeline, that you open the door for dark forces and evil to take over because they create this protection of the universe. Right? That's fine. Yeah. Until they decided to have. Thanos destroy all of the stones in the timeline. So Thanos snaps his fucking fingers and kills all of the stones. Yeah. So now their universe should be immediately unprotected and open to all of these evil forces that are allegedly going to come over and take over everything. And we literally see none of that at all. Like, Nothing happens yet, right? I don't know the timeline. Sorry, I don't know the time period, how long it takes from Thanos destroying it to Thor becoming fat and them waiting 
for Tony to come up with the time jump thing. Like Sidebar. it's five years later. Sidebar. No, no, no. Sorry, it's five years fucking later. Yeah. Sidebar: As Guardians of the Galaxy needs to be a thing. It needs to be oh, a show. It, I think Thor is supposed to be in the Guardians three. Oh, is he? I thought he was supposed to be. I didn't yeah. even know there was going to be a Guardians 3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there has been this whole thing. So James Gunn was making it. I'm a new and then fan. they found some. That makes me happy. They, yeah, they found some, uh, uh, like, homophobic tweets from, like, 2008. And then they kicked them off the show. From and then who? everyone got pissed. And they. James Gunn, oh, the director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, that was a, it was a long ass time ago. And then they brought him back after everyone got pissed and yeah. so like it's still uh, still happening it's supposed to release uh, i think next year or something hell yes um so uh minerva but anyway we thank you for your question um you've heard kind of what we have to say about it obviously you're going to message me um message us let us know what you think this is a conversation that we can continue because i'm really curious about this too time travel makes my brain just shut off like well you sh- don't let it do that like because I also like in because they make fun of that in the MCU too. They're like, it doesn't work like Back to the Future. Like, you know, like yeah, they kind of touch on all these different. T- they sit there and like list off all of the time travel movies. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Rhodes and Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and, he, and they're going back and forth. And Ant Man's like, he goes, uh, uh, what did he fucking say? Um, oh man, what is the name of that fucking movie with uh, Bruce Willis? Oh God, I don't know, dude. Oh, I was on. born in 93, son. It's got three. I've never even seen them, but they're, it's the trilogy of movies. Die Hard? Yeah. He goes, he goes, Die Hard 2. No, he said, oh, he said Die Hard. I've only seen wait, the first not. one. Yeah. So that's what he says, though. He goes, uh, he goes, Die Hard. Ah, oh, wait, that's not a time travel movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fucking, God damn it, man. Um, he's so good, man. They cast him so, so well. Uh, oh, they did. Uh, uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. You know he's like fifty three. He looks so. He's a hot. He looks like he's in his early forties, dude. For him. Um, but yeah, so the time travel shit does the opposite for me, man. I want to know more. Like, I want to know how they try to make this shit work. You know, yeah. like it's it's fun to me. And the easiest way to the the best way to think about it, in my opinion, is to not think about it too hard. Like the specifics of it. Yeah. Um, I think the best way to describe it is that knowing that there's infinite parallel universes that are all like running along at the same exact thing or similar. Uh, and that, um, when you time travel, you're just jumping to a point in that timeline, but never altering yours. I feel like the information's there too. Um, again, without spoilers, if you've watched a trailer of Loki or know anything about it, you know that it has to do with time travel and there's an agency, that kind of oversees deals with it. and deals sure. with if something branches, let's investigate it. Um, I feel like they've kind of answered some of our inquiries and I have to go back again. I've only seen each of these episodes once, but like, I know that they kind of spoon feed it to you. Like, um, in like training videos and shit of like, this is, so when somebody does this and it branches out like this, bum, bum, bum. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure that the answer is there and it's simple enough um yeah but this is something i want to revisit and, and keep looking into because yeah i uh i don't fully understand it yet but yeah it's uh so yeah to to kind of answer the question is like i don't you don't think it affected 
I don't think it affected because even if it did, even if it did alter that timeline, he didn't remove Captain America and the Avengers from it necessarily. My assumption is that he still allowed Peggy to create Shield, um, and or whatever else, whatever she created, um, and that we we also like I think, I think it's unfair to assume that he ignored his relationship with Bucky. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think it'd be very much in his character. Like, it, I don't think it is out of character um, that he he rescued Bucky and he lived in Peggy and Cap's basement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I don't know. It's, it's probably exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, no, it's a. Uh, I don't think it's out of his character to have gone to an alternate timeline to then live out the thing he didn't get to do sure. because he like he tells Sam he did what you know, iron uh, that what Tony told him to do, Mm -hmm. you know, and and go, you know, get a little piece of that life, you know, that he, that he kept being told to go, you know, go live, get a life, you know, as we did, he went and lived, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, he got to do everything he wanted to do and, and and came back and then, you know, handed literally passed the torch, Mm -hmm. passed the shield. Um, and I haven't watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but you said right. Peggy's kids are in that, or kid, daughter. Her grandkid. Her grandkid. Yeah, her daughter. So her we know that in. assuming Falcon and the Winter Soldier is part of the same continuous timeline, which it is, it is yeah. that that wouldn't have been affected because yeah. that like, he we, did, we that know it, it wouldn't cl- have been affected. It was almost confirmed right. with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that it didn't affect the, the, the current timeline. Because also, but that's also what Hulk said is like, what they're doing isn't what you think it is. It's not back to the future, yeah. right? The timeline that the, the, the time travel that they have is not the, I'm going to hop in a time machine, go back in time and, and change some shit. It's not Deadpool two time travel either. Like with cable, yeah. it's even though it's technically a similar universe, um, it's a completely different type of time. It's the Fox you, cinematic universe. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah you're hopping you're hopping to an alternate universe not your own so that's yeah. How, yeah so i think it's a i think it's a really fun question a little, really fun discussion um and i think honestly i would have to just assume that the people who are disappointed not minerva specifically like being disappointed at the end but like those who are writing long ass articles about it uh if they're really up in arms about it i think they're just looking for something to be upset about um because honestly i mean I I think it's very much in his character. Like he's very, he does like cap has his morals, his ethics and his code that he lives by. But I think the sacrifice of Tony, like people change, man. Mm -hmm. Like cap isn't cap. Isn't a fucking God caps, a normal dude who happened to have a serum put in him that made him super fucking strong. Yeah. The cap that we see normal dude. He was a, no, he was a scrawny runt yeah. dude, right? And that's that Steve Rogers is still the Steve Rogers that we see all this time later. He's just swole, mm-hmm. you know? Like and and he recognizes that, you know, he has the like he's always stayed like true to what he thinks is right. And yeah. once everything was finally in balance, he went and did something for him for once. Yep. You know? And it clearly didn't fuck anything up yet. Which is so. how I perceived Endgame. And, like, who knows if these, you know, posts that she's referencing and stuff, and then we'll move on. Those could yeah. have been written before we had the perspective of 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This like I don't know how old this could have came out a week after Endgame. And be like, what? What the fuck? Like an innate reaction kind of thing. I don't know because I haven't read them. Um, but I think I think to sum it up, I think it's safe to assume that Cap going back didn't affect the current timeline of everything that had happened. Um, right. He got a little piece of life that you know he had been told to get. And if you know something that we don't, send us a message. Shoot, we'll talk yeah. about it. Um, We'd love to hear about it. Um, but we got a bunch of stuff we got to talk about. Star Wars, son. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you, Minerva. That's Cosmic underscore Beetlejuice on Instagram. She makes a lot of dope art and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so check her out. Go check her out. Um, so I have written here a thing that says Tyler's Filoniverse Luke question. Yes, I don't know what that means. And I don't think I do either. Like, I wrote that down a few days ago because I had <laughs> <laughs> I had a question. Oh, now I remember. Okay. okay. So there was, there's was there been discussion about possibly, like, a Luke television show, right? Sure. And, like, following Luke and maybe possibly young Ben or Grogu and building the temple. Brie Larson, Mara Jade. Brie Larson, Mara Jade. Then I got to thinking, mm-hmm. all right. Luke is one of those characters is the character that is like, if you don't do this character exactly how we need you to do this character, it's not going to be right. So you have to be very careful. So like making a full length show, opening the door, not saying John and Dave would do a bad job or that they wouldn't do it right. But you are when you're, when you've got him on screen for 25 to 48 minutes an episode are you're opening the door for a lot of opportunities to fuck up so my question is do you think that Luke would be better off used in a show of his own or if Luke constantly pops up around the galaxy helping out in camo 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 cameoing cameoing Kaminoian, Kaminoian, uh, <laughs> in the Filoni verse episodes, like what, like I was, because that's what I was thinking. I was like, I think Luke might be better off used in the similar way that he was used for Mando season two uh-huh. finale, but not. But now we've had that emotional epic reveal. Now we are we know for a fact Luke is running around doing Jedi shit. During this timeline, right? Mm-hmm. During this time period. So now when you've got things like Ahsoka and, you know, Book of Boba Fett, uh, Rangers is off the table now, we found out. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean they're not going to come up with another show. Uh, is there any other shows that were scheduled to be in the same time frame? Do you remember? said Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett. Mando 3, I forgot about that. Obviously Mando. Um, um, there was Ranger. I feel like there's one other one, right? Rangers, and I thought there was another one. Anyways, keep with your thought. I'll, I, yeah, I posted up, that timeline. Up, I'm going to look yeah. it up. So anyway, I think that Luke would be better off served as like um, plot armor, basically. Like uh, showing up to help heroes get out of a bind or heroes stopping by the temple. You know, Ahsoka stopping by the temple because she knows that Luke's making it, you know. Um, I still think uh, one of the like biggest things currently that should happen is 
Ahsoka and Luke's conversation about Anakin being redeemed. I think that's if they don't if they don't capitalize on that, uh, that'll be really really bummed out. But um, it's just Ahsoka and Book of Boba Fett, by the way. Okay, okay. Um, because there is the Lando show, there is the mm-hmm. the Acolyte show, yes. as well as the the Rogue Squadron movie yep. and stuff, and all of that stuff. It's hard to remember where everything's going to be lined up. The Feige movie, which is now what we know is being written by some by the guy who was making Loki, you know, yep. um, which is slapping so far. <laughs> so I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for Mr. Timelines. Mr. Timelines. If anybody's <laughs> gonna open the door for uh, Mara Jade coming through that world of worlds, world between worlds, it's gonna be this guy. Well, anyway, I'm here for it. So what do you think? Do you think would you rather see Luke in his own show, or would you rather Luke? keep constantly popping up in all these other shows and never having like a full thing, but knowing you still get Luke, you know, um, um, showing up the, the fanboy in me was like, fuck yeah. Give me Luke Skywalker show the long term. Let's keep Luke as an icon in me is like, I, I, his cameo appearance in the Mandalorian was special because it was a cameo appearance, right? Because it's Luke fucking Skywalker. Do you think that if we were to get greenlit a fucking eight episode, 16 episode, whatever season of a, let's just say Seb Stan, Luke Skywalker show, would that make Luke feel less special to you? No. So I think... I don't look at it the the reason why it was so special and emotional um in Mando wasn't because it was a cameo to me it was because Luke fucking Skywalker showed up yeah and I say that specifically Luke fucking Skywalker just like to emphasize this is the Luke that we always knew existed but never was shown yeah um to differentiate from TLJ Luke, you know, like, um, and I think that it's not a matter of because he's a, the sacred cow that you should never see fully all the time, but it's because he's, we just haven't seen him. Sure. And I think that's what was so special about Luke showing up. Um, I don't think, I don't think it'll, I think Luke having a five-season series and and a trilogy, another trilogy, all in the same time frame, I still don't think that would be enough Luke Skywalker. But I, I mean, to me, like you could have I can't that much. Disagree with that, yeah, yeah. I think like you could have that much Luke Skywalker, and as long as he's as long as he's the Luke Skywalker that we know he can be, uh, I'm not going to be. It's not going to make him any less special because we know Luke's out there doing shit. I think one of the reasons why it was so special to see him is because we're fucking fiending for it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the same time, part of me thinks, so like, I, I don't know about how you feel about it and how our listeners feel about it, but I personally don't want to know Anakin's father, right? No. Like Anakin's parent. I don't like, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's, you know, midichlorian manipulation I don't care if it's that, but he also had a dad. I don't care if it's, you know, the force literally created him, Palpatine, Plagueis, whatever. I don't care what it is. I don't want to know what it is because the fun part is, you know, not knowing. 
I just Speculating. had a thought, mm-hmm. and it's related but not really. And it's essentially the the Anakin Jesus comparison. Yeah, I'm gonna say there's a meme. Okay, it's a little like TikTok or something that it's like this dude who gives a pie to his wife. Right? He's like, here, I baked you this pie, and she's like, what? Like you didn't you didn't bake a pie? He's like, no, like I baked you this pie, and she's like. But but we don't have an oven. He's like, do you hear how stupid that sounds, Mary? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Uh, so while you were talking about that so like nice serious point now. i'm just like yeah uh, <laughs> that's all i was thinking about do you see how ridiculous that's just stupid that sounds mary oh my god i love it i love it so much my back itches sorry i had to get a drumstick to itch my back anyway fucking a dude that's ridiculous yeah, um so good all right so i'm to finish my point is that with anakin's parentage or father or whatever like, I don't want to know. I want that to die with George Lucas. Sure. If George Lucas even knows, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, well. Part of me also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um... I have a notebook it's not, somewhere. It's not really important. Yeah. Um, what's more important is, uh, you know, just the fact that you love the character. It's whatever the um, kids want to believe. <laughs> yeah. It's all for the kids. At the end of the day. It's all for the kids. Um, Luke, on the other hand. Anyway, um, he's been the chosen one the whole time. Prophecies are prophecies, whatever. Um, I forgot my point. Oh, my point is uh, part of me kind of like likes the idea of what Luke did post-Jedi is kind of that same thing. Like we don't actually know. We just hear shit, mm-hmm. you know, like myths about like what did it legends about what it is Luke did, but never getting a canon explanation of what Luke was actually doing you know, previously to building the temple with Ben, you know, those, however long, the 15, 10 years, however long it is, I think it's 10 years. Um, that being said, I don't know. I, I think, uh, Luke popping up in everybody's shit would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to be mad if they're like, yep, Sebastian Stan is uh, confirmed to be Luke Skywalker in his own show. Like awesome. Fuck. Yeah. I don't care. Hey, one the thing. That's um, something I'll stay up till midnight for. Yeah, that is the thing. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we will do, we will do, we will figure out a way to do yep. watch parties if that happens. 100%. Um, I will skip out on rent for a month to buy a fucking DSLR. Um, whoa, I'm thinking that I could probably buy one this week. I'm not going to buy that. Anyway, um, how annoyed are you at um, all the people that keep saying, like, if Grogu's with Luke, does that mean Ben killed Grogu? How much does that bother you? Do you hear that? I do. I hear it all the time. And one of the things, like, and it's a rhetorical question. I don't know that I actually care about your opinion on it, honestly. <laughs> just, I just wanted a reason to say mine. <laughs> I'm just keeping it a buck. Go just keeping it a bu- Just keeping it a buck buck. Um, I mean, obviously, I want to hear your opinion. But uh, because, like, so we're five years in, yeah. right? We're five years in. Grogu has been basically began his training 25, 
30 years prior, sure. right? He didn't get all of it because he was, you know, grows slower yeah. physically. I think mentally the dude's a lot there. I think the way, like, Yoda's, like, 900 and keen as fuck, I don't think uh, – I don't think uh, Grogu – well, I shouldn't say he's 900 and keen as fuck. He's kind of batshit crazy when we meet him in Jedi or uh, Empire. <laughs> um, so probably up to being, dude, like, seven or 800. Yoda is a – fucking quack when we meet dude, him dude dude <laughs> keep in mind like that was rummaging through luke's shit like oh, that was, uh, <laughs> it was like beating r2 mine 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 listen 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 yoda yeah yoda fought the sith he helped basically guardian a galaxy for 880 years yep. 20 years in exile on Dagobah and the dude lost his fucking mind <laughs> like, like what the fuck happened and those 20 years that's how that's how you know that you, you can't even be mad at Luke and TLJ anymore because Yoda lost you know went into exile just like losing the Jedi snapped his brain like yeah. he's just like beating the shit out of you know, R2 with a stick talking about seagulls and shit. No, I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> I love it's a that funny shit. video. Yeah. Um, but so what I was going to say is um, the people that say that, you know, well, what is, does that mean Ben killed Grogu? Like they're not even thinking about how much time passes between Luke going with or Grogu going with Luke and Ben burning down the, or sorry, Snoke slash Palpatine burning down the temple. Right. Um, because that's important to, to like realize like hey at any point like Grogu could have just left the temple you know like he probably got he probably like we don't know that he didn't get reunited with his race if Luke finds where they live you know mm-hmm. or if he goes back to become like cuz one of the other bigger theories is that Grogu's going to return after being trained and he's going to not he's not going to accept being a Jedi but he's going to become a Mandalorian um, which like the reason why, so like, I'm okay with that, yeah. but I, I can't get the image of a pointy ass Mando hat helmet <laughs> with the ears. True. I can't like, so anytime someone's like, anytime someone's like, he's going to come back and be a Mandalorian. And I just think of little baby Grogu and like baby Mando armor with like green ear sticking out the side of a helmet. And yeah. I just can't like subscribe to that, even though it's not going to look like that. He's just, you know, adopting the code. But, um, yeah, it's just annoying because I'm like, guys, just, Grogu's probably gone by that yeah. time. Like, it's not that hard to believe that 15 years have passed and he went somewhere, you yeah. know? Like, long. I, I don't think we've seen the end of Grogu, and I don't think that he's at the temple at the point that Kylo Ren old burns it down or whatever. Yeah, that he's there. Yeah. I, I think I think Grogu left a long time before that. I think maybe Ben and Grogu were classmates. You know, oh, dude, I told. Sorry, I totally forgot we have the bracket shit to do. Still, yeah, we do. Um, I yeah, so up. I'm gonna pull mine up. Um, so we can move off at this point. I'm, um, a, I'm a little bit like, I'm not, I'm not cemented in my opinions because I had some questions. I did it last minute. I pulled it. I pulled a Tyler. Yeah, we flipped it. I had I, mine done like Wednesday. I did this at eleven o'clock last night. Um, I hey, you were up pretty late. Nice. I was. Uh, or maybe ten. Let's not do the bracket right this second, real quick. Okay. Uh, I just want to clear out these fucking things that I was that I wrote in here. So the canon explanations for meta mistakes. All right, let me explain what that means. Um, so there's a th- your book that you're reading, but you're not actually reading your Skywalker family book. Yeah. 
Okay, so I do, I do a chapter or two a spo- week. <laughs> spoiler alert for you and anybody else who hasn't. There's a there's a uh, uh, um, article that came out talking about the explanation as to why Leia and Chewie didn't hug after Han's death on uh, the Force Awakens. Right? I don't know why if I Leia hear this. chooses. Huh? I don't know if I want to hear this. You're gonna hear this because you're gonna read it. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Leia chooses to hug Ray. Right, and people were like, "Why wouldn't she hug one of her best friends that she's known forever?" Right, more important. Okay, so in the book, right, the book is being written from a perspective of a biography of the Skywalker family in universe, right? Yeah. Okay, it's like a psychological examination. Correct. Okay, so the explanation is that when Ray steps off the Falcon, Leia. Sees Ray, senses Ray's pain, senses like kind of who she is, right? Because she's force sensitive. Both of them are. Um, and what she sees in Ray is somebody who basically has just been orphaned, even though she's been orphaned for a while. And she, what she sees in Ray is essentially a representation of anybody who survived, who wasn't on Alderaan when Alderaan blew up. Somebody who doesn't have a home, somebody she can relate to. And so she like, sees that she's the one that needs consoling in this moment and creates that connection, which then also would then, you know, it's like a pseudo daughter type of deal that then translates into why they become so close later and be, you know, get, and she chooses to train her and all that shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, the problem with like, that's beautiful. That's fine. Whatever. Maybe that chewy Leia hug came off screen. Right. The problem with it is that JJ a year after the, the movie came out, was asked that question. Why did Chewie not get, you know, why did the, why was the embrace not Chewie and Leia? And he said that initially, um, Chewie was supposed to come off of the Falcon and be too preoccupied by getting Finn help, that he was going to bring Finn off the ship and take him into the base and go get him help. And that would leave Leia and Ray there together. He said it was a mistake. It was an oversight because what he ended up doing was they ended up having Chewie hand off Finn and then Chewie just walks by Leia on screen. He said if he could go back and redo it, he wouldn't do that because he understands the problem it creates and that he thinks if Chewie wasn't even on screen, that nobody would even think about it. But because Chewie just ghosts Leia or they ghost each other, people are like, what the fuck is that? When it was honestly just a mistake that was made on his part being the director. Now, we have the meta, which is, for those who don't know, know, real world explanation Mm -hmm. that was given a year after the movie came out. And then four years later, five years later, we have a book that was written that then canonizes the reason why. And I want to know, how do you feel about people making canon explanations for things that we know are... We know the meta reasons for, right? When we know that it was an actual directing mistake, um, and then they write it into a book, like, can you separate that? Because I have a hard time separating that. Like, I think that that's a lot of fucking things, right? Like, right. there are things that are going to happen because of real-world limitations. Sure. Ahsoka's look who in Mandalorian, Right. Her Laku is short so that she could do acrobatic shit and not have these big, long rebel, rebel, rebel style 
uh, Laku to get in the way of her swinging a lightsaber. Okay. Um, I think that I, I think it's natural. Like I think that that's I mean it it does kind of suck, right? It does kind of suck being like like in a perfect world, everything would be perfect. We everything would go exactly like how it should be or how it was you know foretold to be. But let I me, think sorry. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase before you go on because let me, let me rephrase that. So <clears throat> when like it's kind of okay. Do you know the term kayfabe? No. I know okay, I've so, heard that, but I don't yeah. know what it means. So kayfabe, you being a newly resurgent, potentially, wrestling fan, right? Mm-hmm. Kayfabe is a term used in pro wrestling, which means maintaining the storyline. Mm-hmm. So kayfabe, you don't – wrestlers back in the day, there was a rule. Like Hulk Hogan, at the height of his – whatever Vince McMahon told him, you don't break kayfabe. Meaning when Hulk Hogan's on TV and in that wrestling ring, when fucking – Terry, what's his nuts? Whatever his last name is, I can't remember. Gets out of the ring and goes out to an appearance, or goes to the grocery store, or goes to the gas station, or whatever it may be. When a fan sees Terry, he has to be Hulk Hogan. You never yeah. break kayfabe. You stay in character always. Sure. So, would you would you rather like so in the instance of the Leku, right? That the whole people have been so that creates the issue of of this whole conversation. It's like, Hey Dave, um, her Leku was longer in rebels. Why is it shorter now? Their choice to respond was, well, it's a practical reason. The stunts were caught. Like they would, they would just get in the way of the stunts. That's not the answer. The answer is you stay kayfabe. You do not break kayfabe. Your answer is, well, so here's the thing with, uh, Togruta is that as they age, their leku fluctuates in length the same way our body weight does in real life you know the aspects of our body changes depending on our health or depending on our weight or depending on stress or any of that shit leku changes length it just it happens and it just so happens that ahsoka as she got older uh it, it made more sense like naturally as she's running through uh different planets and trying to to run away from the empire and hunt down all this shit like just evolution wise her leku shrunk to get out of the way and mm-hmm. then a you create more canon b you create a canon explanation for why it is and c you don't have people being like well it's just because the stunt person it got in the way i have you another know? example of this sure go ahead so it's like they film a movie in 1977 and they cast Obi-Wan Kenobi and Luke's aunt and uncle old as fuck. Mm-hmm. And then they film a movie that takes place only 19 years prior and they're like in their 30s. <laughs> like, Yeah, and your and canon explanation. The canon explanation is, oh, there's two sons on Tatooine so it ages them harder. Yeah, one, we already know living in a desert with a lot of sun exposure ages you more. It's a great example. You look at golfers. They look like they're leathery by the time they're 50, sure. you know, because they're in the sun all the time. Combine Shooter that with – Exactly. <laughs> yeah. A perfect example. You Combine that with uh, Ahsoka, the novel, where she talks about when she gets off of the – when she I think she does like a planetary reading and then gets off of the planet and she tests the gravity – of the planet to see how it would affect her or she mm-hmm. says something like the gravitational pull is very similar to such as such. So it shouldn't affect me much at all. Right. Yeah. There you go. 
The size of Tatooine will determine the gravitational pull combined with the two suns and it being a desert planet. All are great canon explanations as to why you age almost twice as fast when you live on Tatooine. Um, it's why Luke was fucking 19 years old. And honestly, Mark Hamill doesn't look 19 in that movie. He doesn't look old, but he doesn't look 19, you know? Um, but it's a great example. And it's like, look, the one, like now in the case of the JJ thing, right? With him talking about why Chewie and Leia ghosted each other. That's a tougher one. Um, to come up with a canon reason the way you could in the novel with Ray, right? Talking about it. Sure. That being said, it's been addressed already in real life media, the meta explanation. It was a mistake. Don't acknowledge it in the canon. It's not necessary. You don't have to explain it. It's already been explained. It, now, now when you bring it up, you get the one person in the planet who doesn't, you know, like it, me bitching about it. Because um, I don't think I'm probably <laughs> the you only have a person platform to bitch about it. <laughs> yeah, oh, barely. Uh, but I got I got people who are gonna listen and be like, Tyler's a fucking idiot. He's freaking out about nothing. I'm not freaking out. But it's just like it, it, like you know, it brought up that thing. Is like what I personally would rather them keep it as close to use the term again, to keep it as kayfabe as possible, to keep it as in-universe yeah. as possible without ruining, shit, hit my microphone, other canon, right? If you if you can if you can explain something in-universe without ruining something else, yeah. you should do it that way versus, because that was the first thing. When I saw her Leku were shorter, I did go, well, those are shorter than they should be. My next thought was, ah, you could explain that by just saying that they, they change in length. And then it was like, you know, articles were written about how it was the stunt shit. And then there's actually a very practical reason why. And it was like, <sighs> I think this, to, to sum this up, I think it'd be summed up by your theory that the Filoni verse should be split off into its own thing. Um, I say that kind of jokingly, but I mean, yeah. you look at all of the fucking characters, live action versus animation portrayal. Look at fucking Anakin. Look at Count Dooku. Count Dooku's head is a foot and a half tall in the fucking yeah, animation. And exactly. He's sharp, perfectly, like, perfect beard, just sharp as shit. Um, yeah. Why is, why is Vader's eye lenses red in some cases and black in others? Like, yeah. there's all these things that, like, Vader's reality, got a really skinny-ass face in yeah. Rebels, you know? Yeah. Why is his helmet glossy in some and, you know, matte in others? Like, it's just... Yeah, there's, yeah, I think, yeah. I don't know. It's just like a thing that bothered me. So I was like, there's just some things you probably shouldn't try to canonically explain. You think that if Filoni had been questioned about that, like, hey, really like Mandalorian, but can you answer why Ahsoka's things? He should have just, instead of being like, oh, well, you know, stunt coordination, you think he should just be like, well, Tegruda, that's the cool thing about them. You know, they're a species we haven't spent a lot of time that's with. That's what but I would fucking yeah, do. I, I, no. I kind of dig <laughs> like, that, and that kind of keeps it in-universe, so you can look yeah. at them and be like, well, per the creator, their shit lengthens in a short And we know what? Ahsoka's fucking old. Yeah, we know she's not young. Because look how old fucking Anakin was when he died. Look, yeah. I, it's Ahsoka's old as shit. Yeah. Yeah, she's Ahsoka's... She aged really well, but she's old. She's she was fifteen, so she, that makes her thirty five. She's in her forties. She's early forties, mm-hmm. right? And she's been running around, stressed out. Yeah, for fucking Evading thirty the fucking Empire, years. Fucking yeah, fulcrum to the rebellion. Like, oh yeah, she's, she's done busy. a lot. Yeah. Um, 
had to face Anakin as Vader. We <laughs> you see, know, we see in the Ahsoka novel just how she's constantly stressed and worrying and trying to f- plan her escape yeah. route anytime she's somewhere. And this new. is a year after the fucking uh, Empire took over. Yeah, you know. Um. So yeah, I don't she's know. She's a hardened war veteran. Fuck yeah, dude. PTSD. Fuck. Speaking of war. War is a battle. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so like we talked about <laughs> last week. 10 out of 10 segue, dog. I love that Dude, shit. I know. War is a battle, and battles are competitions, and you need a bracket for that. So anyway, um, last week we talked about doing a bracket-style thing. Spencer mentioned a thing, and I was like, I got an idea, and this is our idea. So here's what we did. I took 24 characters, all of them different levels of force sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't like an even number of light versus dark. It was just, and I tried to do that initially, but I, I was going off of, for the most part, stuff we've seen like in movies and video games, right? Yeah. Canon. This is all Canon people. So we list, I listed 24 people in no particular order. Uh, I did it on a spreadsheet. So there was numbers next to all of them. And then I went into a random number generator and I created a bracket using these, 24 characters 12 there's basically there's two sides to the bracket i know they're all on one side up for me and spencer to see but there's two separate sides very it's tournament style 12 on 12 six versus six or not six versus but six uh matches on either side um the way i did this was there wasn't enough no matter how i did this it seemed like people came up like missing a partner on like the second and third rounds. So basically what I did was two people from either side. Um, basically the first seed, meaning the first person, people know what seeding is numbers one through 12 person, number one and number 12 on both sides of the bracket, each got a buy. I mean, they didn't have to fight anybody in the first round. Uh, number one actually got to skip two rounds and number 12 gets to skip one round. So I did that on both sides. So basically if you guys are interested in listening to more of Tyler talk like this, you can check out his other podcast, Psych. That's S Triple I K E exclamation point. Go on. You're an asshole. So <laughs> motherfuckers sitting here like, oh my god, brackets. Well, I have to explain how this shit works because some no, people aren't gonna know. I'm gonna You're stab explaining you. it perfectly, but me with I know my I like am. I'm like listening to you go you can't and I'm focus like focus on anything for five seconds. Yeah, I'm like, I know. I'm looking out my window, like, do the leaves stay there all summer? Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and just run down this list of first round fights. So what basically the way I did my bracket and you can, you can tell me how you did yours. I didn't necessarily do it to the death. I pretty much just did it in like, if, if these two people were going to fight with like training sabers or some shit, right. It just like a, like a duel to see who would get bested. Yep. Um, that's who would win the fight to me. And, and, and real quick, did you do them like in their prime? Because some of these, like, like the matchups were like, okay, well, animated yeah. one would overtake this one, or our old one would overtake young one. Yeah, I just did. I just did prime. Yeah, just, yeah. Okay, like, I did too. Prime versions of them because, cool. you know, yeah. Um. So, so like I said, random number generator. Now, the reason why I want to I want to emphasize that is that first, when you're looking at these first round matchups, it's like some of these are like the dumbest matchups ever. But based off of the way this RNG worked, it fucking made for some really, depending on who you picked, some really interesting matchups later on in the tournament. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna run down real quick. So the first seed was Kylo Ren. 
he doesn't have to fight anybody until the, the, the third round of the tournament. The first matchup we have, Darth Maul versus Ben Solo. Uh, Yoda versus Vader. Qui-Gon Jinn versus Kanan Jarrus. Count Dooku versus Leia. Mace Windu versus Rey. And the last 12th seed was Asajj Ventress, who doesn't have to fight anybody first round. She gets to move on to the second automatically. That's the first side of the, the, the bracket. The second side of the bracket, you got Darth Sidious is the, the first seed over there, so he gets to move on to the third round automatically. First matchup on the other side is Anakin versus the second sister, which for those who don't know is from uh, the... Um, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. She's the mm-hmm. first uh, um, Inquisitor that you face off against I'm not going to spoil anything else if you haven't played the game. So Anakin versus the second sister. Next we have Cal Kestis, which is the main character from that game, uh, versus the Grand Inquisitor. Savage Opress, which is Maul's brother, versus Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's actually a pretty dope matchup. Like, yeah. Whatever. Uh, Ahsoka versus Finn. <laughs> and then Luke versus Ezra Bridger is the final matchup. And then the 12th seed is the 6th brother, which is also from the video game, and he gets to move on automatically to the second round. So... Um, like I said, all randomly generated. And this is where the conversation begins, man. Yes, sir. We got a um, lot of matches to go through, and we only got about 20, 30 minutes to do it. So we got to do it. We got to do this. So who do you have for uh, Maul against Ben Solo? So Darth Maul versus Ben Solo. <laughs> this one took me forever to pick, and I'll tell you why. Wow. I was like, I got to come back to this because I don't know. And I went through everybody. I went through all of the other second-round matchups or first-round matchups to pick their winners and came back to Maul versus Solo. It was just like, I feel like Ben Solo in his prime is like forced Dyad Ben Solo. Not Dyad Kylo Ren because he's just getting piggybacked by Ray. Yeah. But <laughs> I ultimately picked Ben Solo because... Because I feel like his power level in a duel versus Maul would overpower Maul's like rage and aggression. Now, I just had to take into consideration that we saw Luke Skywalker in Mando, like with a lightsaber. That was masterclass. That was that was Anakin and Obi Wan combined, the two best saber artists of all time. Mm-hmm. And he trained Ben Solo. <clears throat> so if like my idea was that motherfucker, if he like Maul is a fucking master with his double sided blade, but Ben Solo was trained by literally probably the greatest saber artist of all time in Luke Skywalker. Sure. I had to give it to Ben and because he's more powerful and it was tough. And I also did it because I knew you'd pick Maul. <laughs> I did pick Maul. Um, uh, I pick Maul out of pure like aggression and rage, right? Yeah. So um, that's the logical choice. Yeah, uh, I mean, and honestly, you're absolutely right. Like, given the logics behind it, I, I think it would be a fun match to see. Yeah. Um, but I went Maul for all of the obvious reasons that Maul is aggressive, and I think Maul gritted teeth in his fucking zone could probably overpower Ben Solo. Like, overpower. But again, skill-wise, I, I definitely think it's debatable. But just for ease, I chose Maul as a as the winner for the first matchup. Yeah. Second matchup is Yoda versus Darth Vader. And I don't know that there's much talk about this one. It's clearly Yoda. I'm just kidding. Darth Vader. Yeah. I picked Vader. <laughs> I was about to say, I chose Vader, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I chose Darth Vader. That's... Again, there's, there's enough no need said, to really. Yeah. I mean, Yoda's great and powerful, but we already knew that Anakin was more powerful than Yoda, and then Anakin only became more powerful when he embraced the dark side and 
Darth Vader is, you know. Yeah. The that's why Yoda didn't go that. after him. Uh, yep. Qui-Gon versus Kanan Jarrus. I pick Qui-Gon, bro. Really? Yeah, I think I Qui-Gon. Yeah, I think Kanan in his prime doesn't touch Qui-Gon in his prime, bro. We don't see. Well, here's the thing is fucking Qui-Gon got cut in half. You know what I'm saying? Qui-Gon, I don't think he's revered as a awesome swordsman. Um, Kanan, like just watching what he can do in Rebels, blind, yeah, is is an incredible swordsman. So and and he we also don't know Qui-Gon's age when he dies. I guess that's true, but I don't know. I gave it to Kanan again. It'd be a really fun match to see. Yeah. Uh, playing it out in my head, I'm like. You know what, Kanan, I feel like Kanan can do what Qui-Gon can do, literally blindfolded. So <laughs> Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, for the most part, there are no wrong answers here. And I yeah. say for the most part because there, there very well could be some wrong answers here. Um, sure. All right, that's fine. You pick Kanan, I pick Qui-Gon. Uh, next is Count Dooku versus Leia. I pick Dooku, Dooku. Just because at no point was Leia ever really trained enough and that she, she could ever. He is a revered swordsman. Oh, of course. Yeah, he is he is known yeah. for that. And uh, you know, he has no he you know, he shows no quarter, man. That motherfucker nah. he, he goes in. Uh last last matchup for the for the uh first half is Mace Windu versus Ray. And uh dude Come on. it's kind of funny that I picked Ben over Maul, but then was like because power level, but then went Windu over Ray. 100%. And that's like literally because I'm not talking about Ray, who's like I'm all the Jedi, bam, like not that Ray, no. because that doesn't really count. She had all the Jedi behind her; they're not going to be behind. You're talking her all Ray the time. with her bow staff training. I, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking Ray with the yellow lightsaber because oh, you're she doesn't post post. Yeah, I'm talking like yeah. in her prime. She would be yeah, in her sure. prime in that moment. But I think Mace Windu, who okay, he didn't he didn't beat Palpatine, right? He had one moment against Palpatine. He did have the upper hand on him. And if and Anakin he had that been, hesitation of like, should I kill him or should we capture him? And he's finally leaning towards kill. And I, yeah, I don't know. and so like, I think, I think, but realistically, just that fight without Anakin goes like this: uh, Palpatine gets tripped, loses his fucking saber out the window or whatever happened. Uh, Mace Windu t- still tells him, "I'm bringing you in. Never mind. I think I'm going to kill you." Lightning happens; it reflects back. They stop, right, and then there's like more like because they i think they still would have stopped i think he still would have stopped the lightning yeah. and then um he doesn't anakin do catches the, him off guard well no anakin wouldn't even be there if anakin's not there i don't think palpatine does like the uh, thing he like stops it and then he goes fuck you and, and then lightnings him again and probably kills him so anyway yeah. uh windu beats ray no problem no problem um we will move down to the next portion and we'll run down what the second one will be. So like I said, Darth Sidious will move on to the third round automatically. First matchup, Anakin versus second sister. Anakin, bro. 100%. Anakin all day. Yep. Uh, Cal Kessis versus the Grand Inquisitor. I pick Cal. I pick Grand Inquisitor, dude. Okay. And this is, and my my thought I haven't finished this, the game. Well, this way, is so. my thing. He's not in the game. Uh, but my thought process for this was Cal Kestis assuming that the jedi master difficulty would be more lifelike right him fighting I would fucking hope not dude. <laughs> him fighting the second sister is a daunting 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 task okay and the grand inquisitor trains the second sister right he is like i said i didn't finish the game so i don't yeah. know the power level but i i can't imagine that jedi grandmaster is the 
real life thing because that's the case cal would be dead from one of those zabrak guys sure because i die from the one those random knight brothers all the time i couldn't i couldn't get past them i'll be sitting there fighting people and i'll catch a fucking arrow from one of them and just die die yeah so like (laughs) but i get what you're saying i get what you're saying Um, so i I chose grand inquisitor yeah which realistically like no matter who because okay so the winner of this would fight anakin and realistically i think we can both agree neither one of the winners of this would beat anakin but anyway moving on savage oppress versus obi-wan kenobi that's a no-brainer obi-wan moves on to the second round ahsoka versus finn that's not a no-brainer why i put a a savage oppress you think Savage is beating Obi-Wan? I dude, you gotta factor in the rage, right? Like Yeah. Okay, <laughs> who do you think would win? Fuck. Who do you think would fucking win? Obi-Wan? Or who do you think would win? Maul or Savage? I I get your logic. It's bro science. It doesn't it doesn't add up in any I, fighting I understand. at all. But nah, dude. I'm sorry, bro. I, I like Obi-Wan Kenobi beat Darth Vader before Darth Vader lost his limbs. Obi-Wan Kenobi's not losing to Savage Opress. This just fucks up my whole bracket if I change it. No, 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 no. I'm rolling with Savage. No, but you I think you might be right. You I, I be wouldn't right. as the as the uh, admin of this game since I, I created it. I wouldn't allow you to change your pick. You, okay. you picked Savage. You're stuck with Savage. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's interesting though that you really that you think Savage would beat Obi Wan. I, I, or you I think thought the Knight for Brother, a minute. the Knight Brother, Magic, uh, the fucking like, there's, I don't <sighs> remember, bro. Prime versions. I think Savage beats Phantom Menace Obi Wan, but I think the Obi Wan Kenobi at his prime is Obi Wan that beats Darth Vader and on Mustafar, and I, there are there there's literally one person I can think of that beats that guy. So yeah. Anyway, that's fair though. Like I Anyways. said, there's no wrong answers. The only <laughs> wrong, that's a answer, wrong answer, <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe. I, you know, in the right circumstances, yeah. I think the wrong answer. The only two wrong answers here for the first round would be that Ray beating Windu or Finn beating Ahsoka. Because Finn, we haven't seen his prime. I honestly, Finn is literally only in here. And if you guys could see, I listed them on my screen. As you saw, there's the order of them: one through twenty-four. Those were when they came to my mind. Yeah. And I was sitting there and I couldn't think of another light side, dark side force user until Finn popped in my head. And I was like, all right, this is going to get some heat. He literally, literally sensed the force one time and he made the list. So he did hold the lightsaber too. So Finn beats Ahsoka. So (laughs) Finn beats Ahsoka. Yeah, no, Ahsoka beats Finn. And last matchup for round one is Luke versus Ezra. I picked Luke because... Ezra couldn't handle it, and then the sixth brother automatically moves on. So our second round matchups, my second round matchups, which are very similar to yours, but are not the same. Ben Solo versus Vader. And now who do you have? So I have Ben Solo versus Vader. You have Maul versus Vader, right? Correct. So I have Vader beating Ben Solo. Moving I got on. Vader beating Maul. Okay, so we both Moving agree on. Vader moves on to the third round. Yeah. Uh, I have Qui-Gon versus Dooku. You have Kanan versus Dooku. Yep. I say Dooku beats Qui-Gon. Now, my, my matchup's awesome because it's Kane, it's fucking Qui-Gon versus Dooku. It's Master yeah, and Apprentice it. right there. That's it. And I think Dooku beats Qui-Gon for sure. I got, I got Dooku over Kanan. So, yeah. so far, Tier 3 lines up. So, second, the, the final one on the left side would be Windu versus Asajj. Yep. I'm saying Windu. 
I had a hard time with this. Me too, actually. I did choose Asaz Ventress. Okay. Just because, like, I think in her prime, like, before going off and doing her bounty hunting fucking whatever shit, I think yeah. in her prime Ventress, um, again, I'm, like, I love the Dathomir magic. Like, yeah. I, I think Mace, I, it would be awesome because Asajj is conflicted just like Mace isn't conflicted, but he, we know that he taps into dark side energy in saber combat. Right. I think, like, when I pictured it in my head, Asajj, two curved fucking hilts, red blades going against Mace Windu. Again, it it could be either one. I chose Asajj Ventress right. just because it'd be badass. Yeah, I think it, I think that would that, that might be probably top three like most interesting fights yeah. on this list. Yeah. All right, moving down, uh, we have. Anakin, I have Anakin versus uh, the Cal Kestis, and you have Anakin versus the Grand Inquisitor. I right. have Anakin moving on. I have Anakin moving on as well. Uh, I have Obi-Wan versus Ahsoka. That's a fun fucking fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Savage versus Ahsoka. I yeah. think Obi-Wan beats uh, Ahsoka. Um, not handily, but I think that's a fun fight to watch. I got Ahsoka <laughs> over Savage. Yes. And then last on the second round, no brainer, Luke versus the sixth brother. I think the sixth brother taps out the second he sees that Luke's his, his opponent. And <laughs> seeing doesn't... how easily Ahsoka handled him yeah. without lightsabers. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a Luke all the way. Yeah. So that's the second round, which sets up the third round. Uh, Kylo Ren versus Vader, top of the yep. order. Uh, I've got Vader moving on. I got that's Vader a, that's a, that's on a, too. That's a fun fight. You know, there was yeah. a cool fan uh, film about fucking, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, I have Dooku versus Windu, which you have Dooku versus Asajj, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, I have Windu beating Dooku. I got Dooku beating Ventress. This is so, fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> other side of the bracket, Darth Sidious versus Anakin. Yeah. I said Anakin. I said Darth Sidious. I think Anakin could... I think it would be close. My logic behind this is Darth Sidious kept Anakin in check for like 20 years. Uh, Darth Sidious took... Kept Vader in check for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, I I understand that they're technically separate characters. They are. That's why they're two different people on the list. I think Sidious manipulation i mean he he anakin beat darth sidious because at the end of, of his jedi sure i guess like yeah didn't he yeah and he was weakened he... and all that shit who was i weakened? just huh darth vader a- was weakened anakin was weakened sure well, and beat palpatine fuck i know that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah no you're not you're saying the wrong things <laughs> i'm trying but to make sure that I people had, listen i had to i had prime sidious versus yeah. anakin I chose Sidious, and the logic is just because if I think that Anakin could not e- not easily, but like best Sidious, I mean maybe he could have. I mean he had planned if Obi Wan hadn't fucked him up, he had planned to overthrow Sidious. Like it was going to be his galaxy. Um, I don't know. This was another debatable one. I put Sidious moving forward. So yeah. So like for me, I I stop. Anakin stops basically at chopping off Mace's hand yeah. and begins again throwing the Emperor down the shaft. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, 
So with that being said, Anakin has power levels that are even higher than Sidious as as said by the fucking maker himself, George Lucas, prior to being diced up, you yeah. know? So I think Anakin being as master class with a saber as he is and having a higher power level than Sidious, I'm not saying Anakin handles him. No. I'm saying that at the end of the day, Anakin's the one who drags his corpse off of the fucking, you know, he he he, dra- he drags true. himself out, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's the, my. You know, I'm, so. I'm not arguing with it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was just pushing your buttons because you were like, you're saying names. I'm like, why? Well, he's not saying the right names. I don't think, but yeah. I just want to fuck with you. <laughs> uh, anyway, I have Obi Wan versus Luke, and you do as well, right? I got Ahsoka versus Luke. Oh, Ahsoka versus Luke. Nice. Who do you who do you pick wins? You got Luke, Luke over Ahsoka. I yeah. got Obi Wan over Luke, bro. Really? Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is I don't necessarily agree with how this played out in the end. Like, I know that this bracket needed tweaked. Sure. But I I don't disagree with that. Because what would you have differently right now if you would have tweet if you would have said Savage? I would probably put Obi Wan above Savage. And I, I honestly like I probably think Obi Wan would overtake Ahsoka as well. So you but would I, have Obi Wan over you would have Obi Wan versus Luke, but you probably picked Luke over Obi Wan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So either way I'd probably end up with Luke here. Yeah. Like I, I still like I think that'd be one of the closest battles out of all of them would be Obi Wan versus Luke. Um, yeah. But anyway, so <laughs> that's moving on to the semifinals. Yep. I have Vader versus Windu. And you I have Vader versus Dooku. Right. And I have Vader beating Windu. I got Vader beating Dooku. Moving Vader on to the finals. And my semifinals on the other side is Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Fuck. <laughs> not, I mean, Anakin, o- not Obi-Wan versus Vader. That's true. Yeah, Obi-Wan versus Anakin. And what do you have? Anakin versus... I got Sidious versus Luke. Oh, Sidious versus Luke. Yes. <laughs> Classic matchup. We yeah. both got some classics on the other side. Yeah. Who, what did you pick? Luke. Luke beat yeah, classic. Yeah. I have Anakin beating Obi Wan. Okay. I think I think an Anakin who's damn not, you ended up with Anakin versus Vader. Bro. I had Anakin versus Vader in my finals, dude. That wasn't even intended. Yeah. Like that was just me going down. I'm like, oh shit. And so that's like yeah. So Anakin versus Obi Wan. I picked Anakin because like I think an Anakin who isn't being emotionally dis- granted, it doesn't have the power level that Vader has. Yeah. Um I think he's still more powerful than Obi-Wan. Um but I think he can think more tactically. Like if you've just got like two it, like the way I looked at it wasn't like a fight to the death. It was like who would win if Anakin and Obi-Wan decided to go into like a really competitive sparring match, sure. you know. And I think Prime Anakin could probably beat Prime Obi-Wan, which is kind of like funny is I don't know if Prime Anakin could beat Prime Luke, but I have Obi-Wan beating Luke. So you know, it's, it's weird. It's not a perfect science. But anyway, yeah. Vader versus Anakin, and you have what do Vader you have? versus Luke. Vader versus Luke, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. Um and my and my my champion of this bracket is uh I picked Anakin. Which is weird. I picked really? Anakin over f- I know, it's so weird. I don't know. That might be a biased decision. Um but like realistically speaking. Like, this is a tough one. This is, like, almost harder than picking Ben Solo over Maul. It's, like, prime... If we're talking prime Vader, like, that's a, that's a debate right Which there. Which we are, right? Is prime... Well, yeah, but the debate is what's prime Vader. Is prime Vader Mustafar Vader? Or is prime Vader, like, 10 years in Vader? 
you think Prime Vader's Mustafar Vader, and it's just all downhill from there. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, if you're talking about power level, then yeah. But I think like OP Ru- comic Vader. Yeah, the, like that's yeah. Prime, right? Vader, Rogue One, Vader. The, yeah, the Vader we see off screen. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I Versus got Luke me. over Vader, bro. Yeah. I think I think that would. That you want to know why? Watch Return of the Jedi. Yeah, you, you don't need any more than that. Um, yeah. So you got Anakin and I got Luke. Yeah. Now, now that being said, um, looking at all these lists of force sensitive people, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would put Luke above all of these people. No, no. But like, but that's the it's thing. Kind of interesting because that's that's the thing about tournaments, bro. It's not about who's actually the best. It's just about your pathway through the tournament. Yeah. And and you could have the two best people fighting each other in the first round, you know, that's just how it goes. And yeah. so what I think I might do is I might reorder these matchups just for one more run back or something. We're going to do this again next week. And we'll do this again next week and we'll do it faster. Oh, yeah. I mean, this only took 10, 15 minutes. It didn't take long. Um, um, but yeah, so I'll run it back. Reorder it, drop it in the folder. I, w- I kind of want to redo it with the yeah. reorder. Yeah. yeah. And then and if we'll we want to get crazy with it, we can do like, – I just need help finding – like if we're going to do a bracket of this size, I need help with more – dark side users that isn't dipping too heavy into legends you know not that we yeah. shouldn't i would i wanted to do i wanted to do initially i like looked up legends jedi and legends sith and the, the fucking of amount of fucking yeah. legends jedi that i know nothing about i was yeah. like oh man i knew i knew for a fact if i threw legend shit in here there would be people listening that would be like dude how did you not include such and such they're way more powerful than anybody you put on this list star killer like, would kill all these people star killer was on my list and then i was like nah i can't put him in here i yeah, cannot star put killer him brought in here. a fucking death star out the sky yeah so. star killer um, would be like yeah what's the point what's the point of having a bracket at that point Darth Nihilus um, eats fucking planets. Yeah, so, seriously. It's whatever. Uh, we're not going to get to these 31 questions. Nah, we hardest. will maybe next week. <laughs> yeah, hopefully next week. We'll push it off another week. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had fun. I th- hope you had fun as well. Oh, dude, yeah, it was great. Um, if you're not already doing so, follow us over on Instagram. We're on Instagram at their only legends. Uh, we post fun stuff over there. Um, if you want to send us a DM with any Marvel talk, Star Wars talk, theory, stuff like that, I love stuff like this, and I think we're going to start talking about more uh, like fan-submitted questions. Like, If you got a question, submit it. We'll talk about it on the show 100%. Um, so send it over there to uh, Their Only Legends on Instagram. Or also, uh, if you're 75, pooping yourself in diapers, you can send us an email over to <laughs> theironlylegends at gmail.com. Uh, I'll check that as I'm going through and looking at all the bills I got to pay and stuff. And other if than that, what you got? If you want to uh, listen to me <laughs> ramble about more bracket-type shit... Uh, this most recent episode of uh, Psych is definitely live, and we talk about how our predictions of the NBA playoff tournament, the playoffs, uh, how badly we did. Actually, if you listen to it, I did pretty good when picking the Eastern Conference Finals, guys. I think I missed one team uh, initially, but the West Coast, terrible. But anyway, if you want to hear more details on that, go check that out. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, you can find that. That's Psych, like Spencer said earlier, S-I-I-I-K-E, exclamation mark, with Travis and Tyler, me and my other buddy talking sports shit. Um, also, Travis has a outdoors podcast with our buddy Matt, um, who uh, they just do you know, outdoorsy, outdoorsy type talk. It's called Outdoors-ish, uh, Outdoors-ish, same place you find all this stuff. Um yeah, we like like Spencer already said. You know, we hope you had fun listening. We're gonna run back the bracket. Give us some feedback. We're not gonna bore you all 
uh, with with brackets all the time and shit like that. But if that was interesting, let us know. We're de- no matter what, we're doing another one next week. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, and uh, uh, that was some fun Marvel talk. But uh, you know, this came. We're recording this the day before Father's Day. Um, so any if any of you listeners are are, are fathers, so happy Father's Day to you. Um, yes, and uh, or, or to anybody, uh, happy Father's Day to y'all fathers out there. And uh, and if you just graduated college or high school hey congrats, congrats to, to that. my little sister cassidy cassidy uh, julian, shout out to you brother julian uh, shout out to you man good man, job congrats man that's a that big, stuff's hard a big feet yep. yeah it's not it's not as easy as they uh talk about i almost didn't you know this shit was tough and i'm yeah and i'm one smart cookie yeah. so uh, uh welcome to adulthood welcome to adulthood <laughs> it'll never be the same you're gonna wish you could go back every fucking day Just every kidding. day <laughs> anyway um maybe you'll start a podcast sure uh Anyway, as always, guys, stick around if you want to hear the Bad Batch review. That's coming up right after the outro, so stick around for that. Um, Yes, sir. And uh, as always, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. May the Force be with you. Peace. What is up, Star Wars fans? Cad fucking Bane is back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, holy shit. I was, okay. All right. Reel it in. All right. You want to know what it takes for a 30-year-old man to piss himself? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just spraying all over the place. Uh, (laughs) Um Oh, yeah, so if you, I'm sure you know because you fucking you're still listening. Um, if you're still listening, you're listening to the Bad Batch review for season one, episode eight, the reunion. And uh, uh, what did you think of the ep, Spencer? What did you think, dude? Like you know how every week I go in and I'm like, I thought it was a great episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All the other episodes suck, dude. This was like, this was <laughs> it, bro. I'm just kidding. We got Rex last week. That was fucking yeah. great. And I was like, okay, so now they're going to slow burn. We're going to have their uh, their shit with the little scrapper people. Um, Sorry, my cats are fucking wild. And, uh, <laughs> cats are going crazy today. They're sitting here. My mic's just shaking and shit. Um, I was not expecting Cad Bane, dude. Me neither. I think I said like a few episodes ago that I was like, it would be so cool to like get a Cad Bane or like, or, mm-hmm. you know, cause you're just thinking of like where everyone is in the universe right now. Yeah. Ahsoka's out there ducking the empire right now. Um, cause it, ha- it hasn't been a year, has it? No. It's only, so, I, I, I would, I would argue, like, it, I wouldn't argue. I would think or suggest it's been maybe a couple of months, maybe three months. Yeah. At most. Enough to rack up some debt with Sid. Yeah. Um, get a couple missions under their Taking belt. into consideration, tra- like, travel time with, like, light speed and shit. Because mm-hmm. that's supposed to actually teleportation. take time. Yeah, teleportation. <laughs> I forgot. It's teleportation. It just yeah. doesn't take any time at all. Um, Let's go to Corellian back. Yeah. But, yeah, just real quick. Let me just hop over to fucking Cross the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I wasn't expecting Cad Bane. I mean, I should have, right? But I thought we were going to get more Fennec Shand. So I don't know if that was a standalone, hey, here's some continuity. Um, Filoni was like, hey, here's a character I bred in this other fucking project of mine. Here you go. Here You get her for an episode being her, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, don't know that. You know, I'm like, 
I could see that. But what we could also do, do what we could also have being the case would be, um, like, she's gonna come back. Well, obviously, we this is the halfway point of the season now. We've got eight episodes left. We, you know, this being the eighth one, I think she'll come back like the last quarter of the of the se- of the season. We'll see her in like episodes like you know 13 through 16 or 4 that's not right 12 through 16. Mm-hmm. I can't do math. Um but uh oh no that would be right 13 14 15 16. But anyway, um yeah, I wasn't expecting Cad Bane either. I thought it was a good episode. Um it's definitely like it's hard for, if I had to rank it, it's definitely top 3. Sure. Um easy. I kind of ha- like I kind of have a hard time it was okay. It was a really good episode. A lot of cool shit happened. Um, I think the Cad Bane reveal was probably the coolest part for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I still think that maybe last week's episode might be better to me. I think okay. I was more. I was more into last week's episode um, throughout the entirety. Like the whole time I was just hype Rex was there and then like fucking Wrecker's trying to kill everybody. We don't know who's going to live. I, I thought they were going to kill Wrecker. You know, like it was like mm-hmm. this whole thing, right? Yeah. Granted, I also thought Hunter was dead too. I was, when he got bopped like that, straight yeah. blasted in the chest, I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah. cause that was like a, like he had a burning hole in his chest and I was like, I mean, he's probably not dead, but he's probably dead. So I was not expecting Cad Bane either. Um, I don't know who I was expecting. I was um, expecting Maul again, bro. I, I was. But here's the we're thing. Th- so, we're, n- we're not going to get Maul. I got a feeling we're not going to get him. You think we're halfway through, right? And yeah. so far it has been a parade of, like, cameos, okay? Like Bib Fortuna, well, the Rancor, Gamorrean Guards, yeah. uh, Rex, uh, Cad Bane. Um, so you could it, argue, you could argue that the only cameos we've actually had are Fennec and uh, Bib Fortuna because this is technically Clone Wars universe. Sure. So and all cut the Sue, if you're a fan of the Clone Wars. Oh well, th- no, that's what I mean. It's like Bad Batch. This is this is the Clone Wars. Sure. So all of the people that are from the Clone Wars should be in this episode or this show. You know, at mm-hmm. some point, it seems like because. Like, even though I get it, they're two separate shows. They are within the same universe. Like, I get it. It's all the same fucking universe. It's all canon, whatever. Fuck you. It's a different timeline, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> um, well, like, speaking on that, I don't think we're going to get Ahsoka. No, uh, no, 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 no. We won't get Ahsoka. We know from the Ahsoka novel that for, like, that first year, she's she in hiding. Yeah. She's she not, hasn't she's not going Rex. around clones. No. She's not going around Rex. She well, knows hold fairly on. what? We have to assume <clears throat> that they're not going to retcon that novel and make like make that legends, you know? Because well, I think they, that's safe to assume they haven't done that nah, to anything yet. They they did it with your fucking green lightsabers, bro. In that same novel, you know, like yeah, like it's 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 not unlikely that they're going to favor the canon on screen over the f- the canon in print, you know. Sure. So I I wouldn't hold my breath that they won't like just throw Ahsoka in there and then just be like, sorry, it's what it is. You I know? think the only way we get Ahsoka is if there's some significant leap in time in the well, we're show. We're definitely which I don't not getting Ahsoka, but I'm no. just saying, like I I wouldn't put it past them to do something of the sort. Um, 
But anyway, I think we're a lot more likely to get Maul. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, yes, of course. I just don't think we're going to get him. The more I'm thinking about it, it's like, not that you can't be creative about it, but uh, what reason? No, that's not true. I mean, of course, they have all the reason right now to run into Maul. They're literally working with somebody who's dealing with crime syndicates, like literally doing that. So, yeah, no, I I, I could, you know what? I take it back. I could see them uh, bring him all in, and I hope they do. Um so so anyway, first things first, uh we the first thing we see is we've got we're on uh fucking Rock Camino. Oh Camino, to yeah, be, yeah to the begin. first thing we see. The yeah, first yeah. thing we see they're on Camino looks even Man, more that... real in the Bad Batch than it does in Clone uh, Class. That's what I was about to say. That fucking <laughs> animation of like yeah. them in the boots walking right when it opens up. I was like, yeah. this shit looks so clean. Yeah, it looks super so clean. Good. Um and uh, you've got you've got um, what's his name? Uh, I, I want to call him Callus, but it's not Callus. Uh, who's the Who's the guy? Who's the 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 imp? Who's uh, like trying to get rid of all the clones? What's his name? I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, I don't remember his name. Damn you it. said Callus, and then I'm reading this Den of Geek like summary of the Bad Batch that we're gonna follow to like make sure that we hit everything. Yeah, and it said. Like, I just scanned and it says it opens with Rebel Spy Callus contemplating. But then I, I realized that it's recapping a thing uh, from Rebels. So I was like, oh, oh shit. okay. I was like, that's not Callus. No, no. I, I actually was watching Rebels last night, which. Admiral Rampart. Rampart. There we yes. go. So Rampart's there talking to the Commandant and Minionians and, like, with uh, Crosshair. And they. I can't remember exactly what they. Basically, they're talking about Clone Force 99. Oh, yeah, because the people from... What's that planet they're on? Bracca. The junk, Bracca. Uh, the scrappers on Bracca notified the Empire, hey, uh, we got intruders. And they sh- you know, they were like... Crosshair's like, well, that's Clone Force 99. And uh, the... Uh, I can't... I don't know which one it was, if it was... Uh, which one of the Keminionians it is. But... Um, it says to Rampart, you know, the altered clones or whatever they said uh, would be a, a great asset. It would be a yeah. valuable asset. Uh, and he's like, I don't care about your clones. We yeah. need to take care of them. We need to get rid of them. You know, yeah, I have and, no use for defective yeah. clones or, or rogue clones or whatever the fuck he's And like, then yeah. he told, uh, he tells Crosshair to basically go handle that shit. He goes, mm-hmm. yo, it's on site. Go handle it. So he does. Uh, Crosshair walks off. He's like, my pleasure or whatever the fuck he said. I don't like his voice. The clones um, are on Bracca. <laughs> it's, it's like, it, it works for him. It's Clone Force 99. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Clone Force 99. As you wish, master. Yeah. It's so weird. Uh, no, it's it's a good voice. I just, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I don't like it because I'm not supposed to. Um, so anyway, that's when we're on Bracca. We got, we got Wrecker. Wrecker is teaching uh, Omega how to disassemble a thermal detonator or some shit or whatever right, the some fuck kind of he bomb. said. Yeah, yeah. Some, some sort of bomb. Um, and uh, he was like, she was like, it seems pretty simple. And he goes, okay, cool, disarm it. And then tosses her some fucking clippers and then hits a button. Yeah. And he's you like, got 10, got seconds. 10 seconds. She goes, wait, what? <laughs> he's like, nine, eight. And she's like, just trying to figure it out. He's like, I don't know. Uh, the thing goes to the whatever. She clips it and she goes, right? And he goes, six. 
five. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I don't know, four, three. And she starts freaking out. She goes, oh, this one clicks it right when he says one. He's like, not that one. Run. <laughs> so then they just, they both book it. She trips, of course, hides, and then it turns out it's just a smoke bomb. And it was yeah. hilarious. Like, she's like, like, you think I'm going to teach you on live ammunition? <laughs> like- yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I love I love those scenes like that. Like yeah. the the wrecker and Omega scenes are so innocent and like yeah. they're just awesome. Like yeah, yeah. It, it's it's one of my favorite. Um, it's I think it's becoming my favorite uh, uh, relationship in the show is those two. Sure. Um, Echo shows up and is like you know hey something something or other got to go back to the ship or something. I think Hunter wanted to talk to him. Uh, they're walking and then they you know. They spot, because they're the best at what they do, they spot a couple scrappers, a few scrappers watching them. Granted, I think it was the glint from the uh, the sun bouncing off of their their binox that mm-hmm. uh, that alerted the Clone Force 99, Echo and Wrecker. And he was like, we've got eyes on us. Yeah. And, he's, and he's like, uh, uh, I really, so like this dynamic I thought was awesome. So Echo says, we've got, we've got people watching us, we've got eyes on us, whatever. And then Wrecker says something like, uh, just say the, like, not just say the word, but something to that effect. And then Omega, she kind of pokes her head around. She goes, how many are there? And then they tell her, or Echo's like three. And they both get ready. And what'd you see on your ceiling? You got a big ass spider up there? Oh, no, there's a hummingbird outside of my window. It was oh, beautiful. Nice. So I was nice. just, my ADHD, I'm just staring yeah. off at Dude, it. His eyes were massive when he was staring at that hummingbird. That's why I thought it was like, is there a spider or some shit up there you got to kill with your lightsaber? <laughs> um, but anyway, so like, there, she, she almost was just like, not afraid. She was just like, she just wanted to know the intel. How many yeah. are there? You know, and then she's ec- one of the crew, dude. And like what this like episode too, really shows that, in my yeah, opinion. In the first couple episodes, there's kind of like, oh shit, we're gonna have this kid mm-hmm. trailing along. We're gonna have to look out for her, and they still do, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But like, like I I noticed it when they were to to jump ahead a little bit when they're escaping the Star Cruiser after yeah. Crosshair and all the the clones are chasing them, and they're like going into the engine. And they just got to, like, jump down this huge thing. Like, she's just doing it with them. They're not looking back like, oh, Omega, did you make it down okay? Yeah. Like, they're just, okay, drop. And she just does it and follows suit, and she keeps up with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she, definitely one of the group. And it's, it's, for sure. it's, pretty, it's pretty cool to see. Um, I like that she's adopted that little arrow thing, too. Oh, that's, and like, she's her shit now. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they see these, the three scrappers and then they end up, uh, putting their helmets on and going after them and, uh, they get away. Um, and there was a funny moment. I'm trying to remember exactly what he says, but, uh, like Wrecker, uh, like grabs onto the, the, the speeder or the, the sled or whatever mm-hmm. and, uh, ends up falling off of it or something. And what well, he's like he hanging say? off the edge of it. He's like, yeah. oh, I got him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, barely hanging. And then he falls and then, off. And then Echo radios into Hunter. He's like, uh, you know, Wrecker's in pursuit. And Hunter's like, keep an eye on him. But I don't remember what happened right after Well, that. he like lets go and falls. And uh, Omega comes up to him. And Wrecker makes some sort of joke. I can't remember what it is. But it was something like, I was just giving him a chance or something like yeah. that or something weird like that. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to, you know, and then kind of chuckles or whatever, which is like a great, like, you know, back and forth between him. Yeah. And, a little comedic uh, Omega. relief. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, uh, I don't remember exactly where it jo- I watched it twice or one and a half times, and I still don't know uh, where the fuck it goes after this. I can't. Does it show more clones? Is it Crosshair? So Crosshair and his clones. So he brings three ships of clones because when yeah. they're dispatching him to Bracca, he's like, "This is bad batch. We're gonna need more than me and my few little team." So he shows up with three like ships full of clones. Yeah, and. Um, right when they land, he tells one of the clones to go and find their ship, which they do. They find, uh, their ship that's like hiding out and they're like, there's no one here. They're like, cool, surround the perimeter because they're going to be heading back there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he takes the other two and they pursue. So like they're in the ship and I think Echo, so they, they get alerted to, um, Crosshair and, uh, you know, his other clones while they're in the, the bridge of the Jedi cruiser. Because right. Echo's sitting there, and I forgot what he was doing. He was pulling some sort of information. So basically what he was doing was, because they, they, they were, Hunter realized that they owe Sid a lot of money because mm-hmm. he saw the bill, you know, yeah. last episode. Um, and he realized that, hey, there's a lot of ordinance on these, this fucking Jedi cruiser, you know, like... Yeah we can take a bunch of shit back and hey with the if we bring enough back maybe Sid will owe us instead right right so they're going around trying to get that shit and echo is or is it tech it's tech 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 is under the under the uh they're on the bridge of one of the cruisers he's under the counter basically he's like and omegas he, with him he's fixing the plumbing no he was he was pulling out um information um mm-hmm. because they hadn't wiped the sensors but to do so he had to like hotwire the ship basically and he yeah. basically rerouted power and re- rebooted the power system and when that happened the proximity alarm was going off she goes she goes tech what's this you know what's this red light flashing and he goes that's the proximity alert it lets you know when there's other ships around it's probably just shorted and then that's when those ships fly overhead and he goes those aren't scrappers yep. you know or, or Hunter, like he, we have he, company or he called in and they're like yeah, he said, we have company. Hunter's like, more scrappers? And he said, this is the Empire, you know? Yeah. And, Which uh, I love hearing them say, like, it's the Empire. It's like, the, the Empire. Em- yeah. You love the Empire. Like, you hate them, I but do. you you love them. I do. You know? They're um, menacing. They are. Just, just they're a good the villain. Yeah, they're a good villain. It, it's a, They're good to bring dread. So In that scene, though, I really mm-hmm. liked how, like, when uh, Tech is underneath doing his thing, pulling whatever he needs to pull or whatever, uh, Omega was like, Hey, Tick, like, what was it like during the wars? And he was just like, oh, well, it was a series of, you know, missions that, you know, pursued an overall objective. Yeah. And she's like, well, like, what what was it actually like? He's like, I just told you. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. when the proximity. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, yeah. it is great insight on how he views everything. Yeah. He views everything as, uh, you know, tech. It's all, it's all, he's, he's basically a, a human droid. Yeah. Everything in his mind is calculations and right. and and probabilities. You know, Lobot. He's the he's the, uh, he's the uh, clone. He's a clone version of C three PO. If he was a a savage. So anyway, sure. Moving on he's from not that. Not good at telling stories. Not good at telling stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he doesn't add any extra fluff or <laughs> any of that shit. Yeah. Um. So anyway, what's his nuts? Um. Tech tells Hunter they all. I think they meet back and. Uh, after that, they uh, that's when we get crosshair in them looking over the ship, and then they spread out to try to find them. Right. Um, 
And you can go ahead and move on with that because um, basically, yeah, they're spreading out to try and find them. They realize like, oh, shit, we're not going to be able to get out the main entrance because they go and try to like escape the main entrance and crosshairs posted up with a sniper on them and like gives yeah. them basically a warning shot. It was like, we have you surrounded like, you know, uh, and so they're like, well, there's only one other way out and that's through essentially the engine. And so mm-hmm. they start making their way back that way. Um, and I think uh I'm pretty sure Crosshair figures out what they're doing because he goes and repositions himself to, like, look at the only other way out of there. So they got clones going in the main entrance to go and, like, fish them out the back so that by the time they actually make it to the engine, the second they would step out of it, they would be surrounded by clones. And then behind them, they got clones chasing them. Right. Um, So there's this whole sequence of them basically working their way through the ship and... Oh my god, I'm so sorry. But like come show Tyler that real quick. We're setting up a pool. Oh Jay, look shit. Look at this floaty Jay just got. That's, that's awesome. sick as hell. It has glitter in it. Oh, it does have glitter in it. In it. Oh, that's awesome. That's so rad. It's okay. It's cool as hell. <laughs> it's okay. We can take it to the river <laughs> or something. It's $5. Hell yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, pulling back the curtain. But yeah, so they're they're going to escape out the engine and uh I like the whole thing. So they have all these detonate charge, like the the charges that they took out of the ship that they're going to bring back to Sid. They're yeah. like, we got to plant these. So essentially they go, they know that, uh, like Omega, I'm pretty sure is the first one to hear it, the engine firing up. They're like, yeah. uh, the engine won't turn on, right? And Tech's like, well, I did basically reactivate the ship. So, I mean, technically they could turn it on and sure yeah. shit. So they got to clone up in the bridge firing up the engines uh just gonna melt them (laughs) and it's essentially it's to flush them out it's to flush them out the back so they can get captured so they i I think it was hunter that had the brilliant idea of like we need to set charges around the rim outside of the engine so that we can blow it detach this whole piece from the engine Mm -hmm. and basically have it fall to the ground so that they can go and escape yeah so it ended up working out flawlessly of course so they plant it was only like eight charges but there was like fucking 40 but they were they were um (laughs) they were um proton torpedoes so okay yeah Yeah, pretty sure weren't they i don't know they were some kind of i thought they were like the big debt maybe i'm wrong i know that's what wrecker was carrying that yeah yeah, yeah, baby yeah Yeah. so that that, ended up like throwing at a dude that was the greatest (laughs) thing so first of all he comes around the corner and he sees all of these fucking proton torpedoes on the wall and he's just like he's like in heaven yeah, and, and he's like, "There's so many of these." And he takes one off, and he's like, "This one, you know, he, he's just carrying." He it. Just takes it out, and Omega was like, "Can I have it?" <laughs> and he's like, "You teach me how to detonate that." And he's like, "This one's yeah. all mine." And he's like, "This one's all mine. Get your own." <laughs> and she like she 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 sees this massive bomb. She's like, "Can you teach me how to detonate that?" She's like, "Giddy!" Like, yeah. and that's when I'm like, "Man, Wrecker's really like." Like she's Rubbing taking in a lot of, yeah. of 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 his uh, yeah, so just like her, how happy she was to sure. like see like oh look at that look how big of an explosion we can make with this thing. But he literally mm. takes it and he just hucks it at a clone trooper like yeah. just like just takes a missile. He takes a fucking <laughs> missile and throws it on a motherfucker. <laughs> I love yeah. Wrecker. He is so fucking funny. Because he's not only carrying this huge-ass <laughs> missile over his shoulder, but his <laughs> other shoulder, he's carrying a crate of detonate Dude, charges. He, he like, literally, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, he picks up the one over his right shoulder, Yeah, and then I then I remember him, like, reaching back and picking up a crate full of explosives in the other, and he's just running down along with him <laughs> on his shoulders. So I'm like, this motherfucker is the Hulk, man. Yeah, and um, throughout that whole pursuit, like, 
he didn't need that big ass bomb, dude. No, he like didn't. he just wanted it. It would have been so much easier on himself to just carry that crate and still be able to shoot a blaster or something. Did they get out with that bomb? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But actually, I don't know because the end was so intense. The end was amazing. I stopped tracking the bomb. So, yeah, I wasn't sure. Okay, like, so this moment, right? Hunter and Omega get away. They they get split up, right? Yeah. Um, The others are going back to the ship. Hunter and Omega climb up onto some, like, landing port. And it's like this beautifully directed scene where they come up over the edge and in the foreground you have a fallen clone trooper and like you just see a few of them laying around and hunter and omega get to the top and they're looking around and hunter was like this wasn't clones you know just based off of the way that they're strewn about and then you get like this like epic reveal of just Western it's fucking Western music. dude, Western music dude in <laughs> Cad Bane in all of his bounty hunter glory. Badass. It's just is standing there. And there was actually yeah. something that um oh yeah, so I remembered this was <clears throat> now his name's Cad Bane, right? Mm-hmm. He's not I don't know if there's any callbacks or anything uh specifically that were done, if it was intentional. But basically, Cad Bane, toothpick in his mouth. Mm-hmm. being as smooth as he can be with his droid next to him, right? Um, or his droid's coming out. And Hunter, basically, uh, he basically says it wasn't so difficult to, you know, take out, take out these clones. Once you've once you've killed a clone, you've, you know, figured it, you can kill them all, yeah. basically. He's like, and, I've killed so many clones, like this was nothing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, so Hunter was like, you know, basically challenging him, like, well, we'll see about that. And they get into their, like, little stance, right? Floyd but there was... loves these Western standoffs. Dude, I love it, too, man. I'm yeah. a, I am such a fucking simp for Westerns, dude. Like, we see I... it in The Mandalorian. We yeah. see it in all of his projects. And dude. then there was the deleted Clone War scene with Cad Bane and Boba Fett, which is supposed to show how Boba Fett got the dent in that Oh, moment. that's right. Yeah. And it, he's, so he's sitting there, and, like, he just loves formatting these like standoff scenes yeah and it, this was done with the utmost perfection so what i was gonna say was the line that cad bane says i feel like was a reference to or like a, a nod to bane from christopher nolan's dark knight rises mm-hmm. because in that in the in the beginning scene of dark knight rises on the airplane when bane is sitting there with his mask on the guy says um what would happen if you know what would happen if i took that off to you know, debate about his mask. He's like, it'd be very painful. And he goes, <laughs> "You're a big guy. You can handle it." For you, yeah. and Cad Bane basically says, "You know, this is gonna, you know, this is gonna like not gonna be painful, but uh, this is, this is something. It's not gonna work out well for you." You know, yeah. the way he says it was like, "I'm like, hey, that's kind of it. Might be an unintentional, but Cad Bane, Bane, you know, like eh, kind of." Yeah. Like, it might be a stretch, but... Filoni might have indulged in some Batman. And you know what? <laughs> he probably didn't, and it's probably a complete, uh, you coincidence, know, coincidence yeah. altogether, but it's a it's one that I like anyway. Sure. Anyway, so they draw, and Hunter gets blasted in the chest. His his shot Hunter doesn't even... Hunter hits the robot. Yeah, Hunter hits the robot, you know, and yeah. he's and he's the, he's the fucking... He's the dude, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that just shows Cad Bane, like... You can be a genetically modified, enhanced clone and still 
get outshot, outdrawn by by Cad Bane. So yeah, homeboy gets shot in the chest, and Omega comes running up to him. You know, Hunter, Hunter. You know, trying to wake him up. And Cad Bane walks up, and you know, puts the her down. Thanos with the Gamora moment it was like, yeah. I'm sorry, little one. Yeah, takes exactly. Her out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I think the uh, I think uh, the line he uses, he says, uh, "That's unfortunate." for you you know he doesn't have a british accent he has a very southern yeah. accent but for some reason whenever i and talk about people in this show i use the clone accent but anyway um yeah i think it's gonna be unfortunate for you um whoever does his voice by the way i love that voice so good that that the, the old raspy that raspy like gunslinger who's seen it all you know like that's that's exactly what it sounds like um but yeah so omega gets taken off with uh you know with, with with Cad Bane and his little droid, which I don't know the name of. Um, I didn't watch a lot of Cad Bane in the uh, in the Clone Wars show. So after this, th- I thought it was going to end right there. I thought it was going to end right there, and it didn't because I was like, that they've been doing all of these fucking um, what you call it, these cliffhangers, bro, mm-hmm. all these cliffhangers, and they. I'm like, well, this is the end of the episode, and then you get this cool like first person perspective. Yeah. of from the helmet hunter. of hunter yeah and they basically they come flying in they pick them up basically there, there's a firefight going on and they uh from hunter's perspective just being dragged into the fucking uh uh into the ship and they're it like was kind of reminiscent of like uh uh master chief in halo yeah when he like wakes up like and you can just it's kind of flickery through his first person pov yeah um yeah it's a uh, I mean, it, was, it was very reminiscent of that. And it kind of, like, puts you right in that chaos where the sound's kind of faded and it's, like, there's shit going down. It's, like, come yeah, on, like, we got to get He's out. been yeah. hit, you know, and he's, like, he can hear his own breathing really clearly. Yeah. But as they're all yelling to him, where's Omega? Where's Omega? You know, and they, they he can't really hear him that well. Right. So Cad Bane is voiced by Corey Burton. Okay. Um, some other credits for him. He's the current voice of Captain Hook. I don't know in what. <laughs> um, he does Shockwave in the Transformers. Okay. Brainiac in the DC animated universe. Jesus, yeah. Okay. Zeus in the God of War series. Count Dooku and Cad Bane in the Clone Wars, and he's also Hugo Strange in Batman: Arkham City. Nice. Yeah. So he's he's done some cool voices. Nice. That's awesome. Um, and real quick, so before they have their face off, I just wanted to touch on. So after they set those detonate charges and they drop that the basically the the hole from the, the rear engine yeah um thruster exhaust as it's going down the way that it positions it basically blasts that engine right on fucking crosshair oh yeah yeah and so crosshair sitting there like turn off the engine like he's getting fucking fried from yeah. and he's like hiding behind this thing but it's not enough and you can see his face like starting to get burned yeah um and then at the very end, he's basically all in bandages with like a breath mask on, like yeah. very Vader. Yeah, I was gonna say very um, Vadery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just thought that was cool. I want to touch on that. And his like, so what I was waiting for, uh, he has that moment to so shut the engine off. The engine shuts off. One of the clones finds him and radios that, um, uh, they have ground forces are approaching them basically. And he, yeah. so like he kind of starts waking up from him passing out or whatever. Um, and I thought maybe that he would, he would have gotten like hit in the head and it would have deactivated his, like his chip, 
I thought then, the same thing. And so he like, but then he was like, he hears that there's ground forces and he was said something like he, it woke him up and he was like, we need to get them or whatever he says. He was very motivated. Whatever he said, he was motivated still to, to, to get, you know, the bad batch. And yeah. so I'm like, oh, okay, not yet. Passes back out, right? Just passes out. The next time we see him, they're putting a splint on his leg. He's all bandaged up. He's got like a rebreather type of deal going on his face. Um, and he wakes up, and I thought in this moment is when it's going to wake up and the chip is going to have been deactivated. And then he hears that they got away, and he just gets up real quick. And he was just like, you know, get me to the shuttle or whatever. Yeah. He's like, he, he, like, it's even still motivated, as of now, he's even more motivated to find them. Um, and yeah, like, we, like, he's injured now. Yep. Um, the question now becomes, where does his story go? Like, okay, so now it's a rescue mission moving forward, right? Yep. Fucking, Omega's gone, man. She's Omega's gone. Cad Bane. Cad Bane has her. So that means we're going to be getting a, either we're going to have full ass episodes of like Omega with Cad Bane, or they're going to be jumping back and forth. Um, we might get an episode without Omega. Yeah, we might get actually we might get an episode of just the batch trying to find him. Yeah. You know, um, but also now Crosshair has to go back to Rampart. And possibly and Tarkin, all fucked up, burnt up and shit, and say Bunch he of failed. Clones. And yeah. now it's gonna give Rampart more of an incentive to be like, you know, fuck the clones, fuck the yeah. clones. Even though like stormtroopers would have been dead within seconds if they would have, you know, like yeah. <laughs> future stormtroopers wouldn't have made it as far as these clone troopers did. Yeah. But um, I think Filoni gives more respect to clone troopers because, yeah. like, it, you know, we were talking about it a few weeks ago where, like, when they're sitting there and Mando is going to go down the hallway, they're like, man, it's, they're bucketheads. They can't hit anything. And he yeah. walks around the corner and just they all dead shot him. I think right you mean, you mean he gives more respect to stormtroopers. That's what you I said, said, right? You said you said clone troopers. Oh, but I, my bad. I get what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. he definitely does. Well, because if you remember, everybody does. But to refresh your memory, uh, New Hope, you know, only stormtroopers have this much accuracy. It can only can you know, yeah, shoot with this pinpoint accuracy. And it's like, why would why would Obi Wan say that? Only for them to now have the joke they can't hit anything, and right. you know, the actual reason is people forget that heroes aren't supposed to get shot and killed the first time they get shot at. You know, it's not that the stormtroopers are not accurate. It's that our heroes are elusive. Mm-hmm. They, their <laughs> dice just aren't rolling well, you know? Our farm boy knows how to duck and roll, son. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, he, he does. He, um, so, if you can farm moisture out of the air, you can dodge yep. a fucking blaster. Easy shit, if You can man. get moisture out of the, the air same. on a fucking desert planet. <laughs> Um, so that being said, before we wrap up Bad Batch, you have any predictions for next episode or nah, I got nothing other than, uh, I mean, Cad Bane showing up, um, Bib Fortuna showing up the Rancor, you know, just Fennec was obvious. We knew that was coming. We saw her in the trailer. I think Fennec's going to come back. I think the Bad Batch is going to work with Fennec Shan to retrieve. That's too much. I, I, you no, hey, you can go ahead and make that call is, if you this want. This is a wild call yeah. prediction, and I and I'm and I'm letting you know. I think that's crazy because Fennec didn't give them any reason to like. The only thing she wanted Omega. The only thing that they could possibly do would be like. The only thing that would convince her is like giving her the bounty, but Omega's the bounty, so like. I guess that's true. What's huh? the There's point? No other motivation. You know? Yeah. Um, 
besides you save can't her. <laughs> she's yeah, in debt to them yeah exactly and how many Boba life Fett debts style. are you gonna have in <laughs> your one life you know right <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think i i don't know man it's hard to tell because Maybe cad we bane, get a young boba fett who just wants to revenge on cad bane i'm just kind of annoyed i'm just kind of annoyed that we left Braca and didn't get little baby cal but yeah. then again, like I we like we kind of talked about it. it. Might be still too early. He might not even be there yet. We might end up back there. I mean, I don't think it's all dead in the water that they can't capture Crosshair and yeah, subdue him like Maul style in his like tomb and take him yeah. to fucking uh, Braca to to use the medical bay to get his chip removed. So yeah, that's true. I, mean, I don't I don't think it's out of you know they can no. go back. Well, I mean, Crosshair is not going to survive. He's going to die. You think so? Yeah, I think he's going to die. And I think he's going to get mortally put a blaster in him. No, I think he's going to get mortally wounded. And during that wounding, he'll probably snap out of the chip and Hunter and or all of the batch or the remaining members at the time of Crosshair's death will be around him as he goes off into the nether. uh, Having come back from the order 66 and die being surrounded by his brothers. I think that's how he dies. Are the Kaminoans the ones that are hiring the bounty hunters? I know they touched on it, but I don't remember. Are they... Because they, they want Omega back alive. I um, think I think that's something that uh, I never thought of. Because we did talk about, like, yo, who's hiring? Is it Vader? Is Vader hiring him? You know, I think it is the... If, like, the um, Kaminoans, like... In this in this episode, they made the comment of like, "Can we trust bounty hunters with bringing back such a valuable asset alive?" Oh, I didn't even hear that part. But so I don't know if they're the ones that are hiring them. They might be. I think, or maybe they aren't as a whole, but the other uh, Kaminoan is because there's like uh, Nama and Lamasu, or something. Nama say no Lama say and Namasu or Lamasu and Namasay. Yeah, I, I refuse to cement their names <laughs> <Yeah>. to memory. <laughs> yeah. Um But anyway, there's there's the there's the tall one and the shorter one and the shorter one is like the re- who's responsible for making the clones or whatever and then the the tall one's the one who handles all the people. Yeah. And I think the tall one was talking to Rampart. So the small one is probably the one who's coming up with the plan and sending out. I mean, they fucking know Django or new Django Fett, you know, true. like, so they probably know other bounty hunters. That's a good point. Yeah, that's true. That's a good that's point. True. So I think, I think these bounty hunters are being hired by secretly by the, the little, uh, Keminoan. sorry, the, uh, Another thing. Yeah. Another we'll wild on prediction. Another wild prediction real quick. Mm-hmm. So if the Kaminoans, I'm saying it right. Do you, do you hear the Kaminoans? Yeah, the if they're hiring bounty hunters, how you say right? It, yeah, maybe, maybe Cad Bane contacts them and was like, "I have your thing," but Cad Bane's shifty as fuck, and mm-hmm. he could try to leverage something out of it. And they're like, they realize, oh shit, we need to actually rescue Omega from Cad Bane as well. Maybe they reach out to Boba Fett because they knew Django and they know Boba. Boba's still a clone. kid. Not, I mean, yeah, he is, but like he's he's he's, he's wearing little... armor and shit. He's out doing shit. Is he? Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, in the Clone Wars deleted scenes, he had the armor painted, and he was ready to go start 
fucking being a bounty hunter. Okay. Um, and didn't he have like a run in with Asajj Ventress? Like there was there was more to Boba in Clone Wars that I don't remember. Hmm. But maybe they reach out to Boba and are like, hey, like, I, I don't know. But maybe the Kaminoans have to hire Boba, like find Boba, reach out to him, and be like, we need you to get this thing back from Cad Bane and. Well, you know what Cad Bane used to do? He used to capture Force-sensitive children for the Emperor. Yeah. And he just captured a kid that we have been speculating is Force-sensitive this entire time. Palpatine's clone. Yeah, yeah, baby palps. Ray. I don't know, man. So we can speculate all we want, but uh, all in all, phenomenal episode. Yep. It was really cool. Uh, Yeah, we. I mean, we're just going to wrap it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know where to find us on Instagram. You heard us earlier. Yeah, um, look forward to uh, look forward to this next one, man. This next Bad oh, Batch yeah. episode coming out Friday, yes, uh, episode nine. We'll see if they if they slow it down, if they pump the brakes, or if they're just gonna bring us another banger of an episode. It'll be good regardless. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, stay tuned uh, for uh, next Wednesday's main up and. Uh, the ensuing Bad Batch review that follows because that's what we're doing now. If you haven't noticed, obviously, this Bad Batch review has followed our main episode um, and we're going to do that from now on. Just make it one thing. Less less shit for people to click on. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, for those who don't want to get spoiled, they can always stop beforehand. But uh, as always, uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. May the Force be with you. Bye, y'all.